Hello and welcome to Action Tune Bros. My name is Matthew Lewis. And I'm Ben Sturgeon. And we are covering more Young Justice, specifically yeah. Season 2. Yeah, we finally got there. Finally, a bit of a time jump in the series, and things are really advancing now. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that, but oh my goodness, is there a time lapse here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of new villains and a lot of new stuff. So let's jump right in to Season 2, Episode 1. Happy, Happy new, new Year! year. Actually, <laughs> like, side note. This would be hilarious if you actually put it up on New Year's it, Day. We're going to be a little... We're going to still be off from by then, probably. I, but right, actually, right. who we're knows? Still... We don't know who, who schedules this stuff. But now, let's, start, <laughs> let's actually start this off. Uh, it opens with the last couple seconds of the uh, previous season with the people talking about the six members of the League. Superman, Hawkgirl, Wonder Woman, Martian Manhunter, and Jon Stewart, the Green Lantern, and right, Batman. Batman. And the 16 hours that they have missing... Which, of course, we still don't know because from the last time it was like, hey, these had these guys had 16 hours. And it was like, what did we do? Yeah, and then uh, did, did we get the uh, Chiron of like the five-year jump when we cut to an underground city? Underground. Um, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, after, after that, yeah. it, it, does the, it does the jump yeah, to... Yeah, five uh, years later and we see underneath the city, we see Superboy now with some cool tactical gloves. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are they tactical or were they just like regular gloves? I think they're I, I tactical, who the heck knows? <laughs> He doesn't have a different outfit or anything, but um, we don't we don't actually see where we are, but we can assume yeah. where we actually are because some great goop sewer, that he's yeah. in the sewers. <laughs> yep, some big old gray goop comes around, and spoilers, it's Clayface. So we're probably in Gotham. If we yeah, were I was gonna say it doesn't say, but let's assume we're there. He doesn't really operate much over there, but yeah, yeah, he pops out of the sewer, out of the sewer goop, and he uh, envelops uh, Superboy and says, "Oh, even a Kryptonian needs to breathe." Which I was just like, "Wait a second, do they?" Because soups can. Yeah. Soups Sometimes fly in space for right, a long yeah, time gonna, without having to say, breathe. <laughs> I don't think they actually do, but you he's know also what, he's also half crypto. It still depends. Sometimes he doesn't need a space suit. Sometimes he doesn't. But he's half crypto. So yeah, he, he, he is half. So uh, yeah, we see him getting smothered just as Miss Martian comes down and saves him now with a cool short haircut. <laughs> yeah, you know I kind of like it. I know. Is her um, is her outfit any different? I didn't. No, see her it. outfit looks the same. It's just her hair is different. Okay. Well, we see her like does she like just explode him out or like just psychically pull him out of Clayface? Uh, I think. And then we see uh, Robin come and strikes him with some shock boomerangs that don't do anything. <laughs> but wait a minute, you said it's Robin. Yeah. But this isn't this isn't Dick Grayson, Robin. Though. Are you sure he doesn't just have a haircut? <laughs> I, no, because he sounds different too. He does sound very different, and he's, and he's shorter too. We uh, yeah, he's also yeah, well yeah, they all look different, but he looks well, looks very very different. And mm-hmm. we see uh, he uh, his shock boomerangs don't do anything, but in the Superboy. Does he uh, throw some weird foam pills? And yeah, just, like, he, yeah, he has like this weird like freezy foam pill that he literally like tosses in and Clayface is like, huh? Gomp. Yeah, and it's like boof and foam foams up and freezes kind of. Yeah. And uh, this is when we see that the Robin isn't Dick Grayson. Uh, yeah. It's a weird little um, monkey. Or the alligator flops into the ocean. And... Yeah, uh, yeah the, uh, the alligator like flops in. And then all of a sudden it turns into a weird monkey boy. boy. Yeah, monkey boy. <laughs> Which, if, if anyone knows anything from previous DC things... It's Beast Boy. Yeah, and he even uh, picks up. Um, uh, is it a piece? What does he pick up for the for the trophy? Oh yeah, trophy he, what, his souvenir. Yeah, the smell. Oh yeah, he says I didn't even get a I didn't get a, even get a trophy, and it's like oh. And hey. then we see one of your favorite characters fly in. But one of my favorite? You mean Blue Beetle? Yeah. And Bumblebee show up. Yeah, I was. Gonna say, I thought Blue, Blue Beetle was one of yours. He's one of my mains in Injustice too. <laughs> oh, he, he's just the main. I thought he was one of your favorite. Characters. Uh, he's all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But so either way, we see Blue Beetle and yeah. Bumblebee. And here. Bumblebee are on the team now, as we see it's January first in Gotham City. Yes, it is. And they are reporting in to Nightwing. 
Dun, dun, this is when we get the five years later uh, thing. Yeah, this is this is when we actually find out that and then, the, from season one to here now, yeah. five year jump. Yep, and we get the new title of the series season is uh, in the Young Justice Invasion. Invasion, yes. Yeah, very very cool. Uh, and yeah. then, of course, we cut back after all of that happened. We cut back to Mount Justice, mm-hmm. and we see a uh, Lagoon Boy. Yeah, Lagoon. Yeah, uh, L- L- or Lagoon. I'm just gonna keep calling him Lagoon because think, uh, Lagoon Boy is a dumb name. It's a very, very dumb name. He's a very, very minor uh, Aquaman character. He was in yeah. the first season. Not was he in the first? He season? was uh, in the uh, when um, Calderon was in that ma- magic school for young Atlanteans. Which you will... see a very young him in the group. Okay, I, I think I might have noticed it, yeah. but I'm gonna, now I'm gonna have to rewatch it just yeah. so I can point it also, out. Also, he might be a rename of a uh, character who per- appeared in the uh, Teen Titans original show called Tram, who had a very similar power, oh. and very similar look. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course, Lagoon Boy is sparring with Nightwing, and yep. Nightwing obviously wins. Of course, because it's goddamn Dick Grayson. Da-da-da. Yeah, spoilers. It's it's Dick Grayson, even though everyone knows that's Nightwing. We see um, Mal is dating Bumblebee, who she says, "Hey, I can't hang around Mal. I gotta go work with uh, Doctor Palmer, who is the Atom." Yep. And that means that that's where she presumably where she gets her powers and her suits from is like the Atom, just like a ah right. Yeah, that's right. Palmer man. is Atom, and yep. of course Mal's just like, yeah, okay, well, sad busy. face. Yep. We see uh, Lagan greet uh, McGann with a kiss. He's like, "Go oh, yeah, hey, like, fish. And and of course, uh, Connor just walks, walks by, by, like kind yeah. of like gruff about it. He's like, yeah. "I'm hitting the showers." Yeah. What the heck? What's up with that? Yeah. Um. I wish we had context. Yeah. But anyway, we, we see uh, Captain Adam is there to give them a mission on behalf of the UN. Yeah. Being attacked. Um. Yeah. The UN HQ is under attack by. The, some kind of foe. Some force. kind of main man. <laughs> oh, and of course he, uh, as he's as he's uh, getting this, as they're getting this mission, Nightwing's like, "Hey, let's just send Beta Squad. They're close by." Yep. And then we cut to the U, the UN HQ in New York City, where the main the man, main man Lobo, Lobo <laughs> appears, and he's, he's uh, going after the Malaysian leader. I don't yep. know if it's not north or south one, but I think it's. Uh, uh, I, I think it was just like a, an imba- like the. UN no, that was imba- the same Malaysian guy from the previous season that oh, was okay. attacked by the uh, the oh, light. Um, actually, I think they call him something else. He has but, a name, but they, well, you know, they call him by his title eventually. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but and, but here's the weird thing about Lobo. He's not all about being the main man. He's all about speaking that weird language. Yeah, some weird. He keeps saying Karim. Karim. He keeps keeps hearing him say his own name. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like the 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 UN relation guy is like, I don't know what you're saying. Presses a button. He's like, Okay, you're gonna play this game, huh? Yeah, you're gonna make the main man like this. And he says (laughs) that he has to put. He was told to put on a scene for the locals, whatever that could possibly mean. Yeah, we don't know because. Immediately after he's about to kill this UN representative, we get Wonder Girl. Yep, Cassie Sandsmark, the second Wonder Girl, not this, the yeah. second one. Yep, and she is voiced by Mae Whitman from Avatar, Cor- ah, Katara's voice actress, of course, and of course. from uh, Arrested Development, also right, right. And also, we see Batgirl uh, jumps in to help the relation pres- uh, the relation man away, the relation leader away. Guys, um, uh, Wonder Girl has to go up against Lobo because she's the only one who possibly that's could. That's what they call him, by the way. They call him the Secretary General. Secretary General? Yeah, yeah. yeah but he is, he is the relation guy, but yeah. apparently he's gotten uh, like promoted or something to yeah, Secretary yeah, yeah. General. But like, yeah. there's a huge fight between uh, Lobo beats the cup out of Wonder Girl twice. Yeah, twice. <laughs> Even though they do go like toe-to-toe for a little bit as uh, Batgirl keeps hiding him. And then finally, uh, they like they go down the elevator, they, they fight again, but then he eventually gets his hands on the leader. And, and rips him rips apart. Him apart. Um, but don't worry, kids. It's still this is still okay for you to watch because 
the Secretary General was a robot with a tiny alien yeah, inside of him. Yeah, a little green man inside. Um, and... It was yellow. You're greenish. And, we see anyway, them later. They're joking green. aside, it was it was a it was one of those little weird... teeny tiny little things. And all of a sudden, Lobo just picks him up and says, "The contract's been fulfilled." Explodes the wall and jumps on his awesome motorbike yep. and flies the space. Yeah, uh, like locks the guy in a weird little like a uh, like, uh, arm and neck uh, restraints right. and in front in front of his bike. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he I, I, I hope we see him more because I this this version of Lobo is freaking awesome. All versions of I've never I've only seen like a handful of bad um, ones and they've been in the comments. Well, the, the one I was kind of meh about was the Justice League one where he was just a silly side character. Uh, I liked him in uh, Superman TAS. Was he still voiced by Brad Garrett in the uh, in I, I Justice League? I think he was. I'd have to look it up, but I yeah. think he was. In Superman TAS, he was. He was amazing in those episodes. Whatever. He oh, had I bet he Superman. was. Uh, but uh, yeah, we uh, finally cut to news anchor G. Gordon Godfrey, voiced by. Finally- Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. <laughs> um, but yeah, we finally get to see G. Gordon in this universe. And of course, he's being the J. Jonah Jameson of this world by yeah. conspiring. Oh, the Justice League. What are they doing about yeah, this? We aliens. see a bigger alien taking out a little alien. Yeah, an alien posing as a world leader. What could this mean? And of course, you know, he he mentions Superman and Martian Manhunter. Yep. How they're apparently okay, but all these other ones... Yeah, and also, if you are a DC Comics fan, you know who G. Gordon Godfrey really is. Which I don't, actually, because I've never read the comics. Well, I don't want to spoil it. Well, you've seen the series before. <laughs> um, Yeah, but they haven't, so let's, uh, not, let's not do that spoiler well, I'll, I'll, well, I could say his real name, but it wouldn't make any difference to... Yeah, well, Glorious Godfrey... You know, oh, yeah. yeah, don't worry. You're right. You know, he's, a, he's an important person. He's a very, um, yeah. But, but he, as he's as he's doing this whole conspiracy yep. thing, um, he's like, "Oh, we're gonna cut to our cat Grant, who is going to try to get some answers from the Justice League at the Hall of Justice." Yep. Where Cat does? I mean, she's doing her reporter thing, trying to get oh, we, uh, answers. We, we see that uh, Rocket and Zatanna are members of the League. Yes, now. because they're they're entering in, and of course yep. she's like, "Uh, what's going on?" Yeah, what's they're going just on? like, "No comment." Yep. And then we see a weird, pretty lady, uh, French lady with a weird like, honeybee haircut, saying, "Oh no, no, no uh, questions, well, no questions, yeah, no questions." Uh, they'll give out this uh, statement soon. Yep. In which we find out her name is uh, Catherine, Catherine Colbert. Colbert. Yeah. She is a very, very, very minor character from the comics. Yeah, see, a, I, a I, I literally had to now. look her up and yet, even then it was just like, um, yeah, she was a liaison for yeah, the UN a, and now she is for the Justice League. Done. Yeah, that's it. We see uh, John Stewart giving everyone the rundown on Lobo saying he's a bounty hunter. Or he's giving the, uh, the League a yep. rundown on the bounty rundown, hunter. Saying that Lobo is actually a bounty hunter. hunter. Yep, and the alien was a Krolatean. Krolatean. First time we're hearing that name, we're going to hear it a bunch. Oh, but they, but Lobo works alone. Krolateans always yeah, work in groups, work in groups. Which, which means that everyone has to, you know, fi- take a look and find them since they work in groups, yeah, which we get our introduction from Martian Manhunter. To Adam Strange, a regular looking man in the coat. I wrote, big deal in the comics. He's a big deal. Right. <laughs> and um, in the, in the uh, Krypton TV show on uh, Sci-Fi Channel. Ah, okay. Also, major, but yeah, he's um, a major character yeah, in the whole stuff. He's he, uh, Star's Labs. Uh, he works for Star Labs on the... Airdel Initiative. He's he, working, he works on the uh, the Zeta beams for the league and yeah. for other people. Uh, Z- Zeta tubes, not boom tubes. Yeah. Zeta, tubes. Zeta Zeta beams and Zeta tubes, Zeta energy, all that weird stuff. Uh, we see that while he was doing, he tells them that while doing his research, he accidentally traveled to Ran, 
of the famous Ram Thanagar Wars in the comics, mm-hmm. uh, met a scientist there that taught him more about how the beams work and of the recent heist of that scientist's technology off of Ran. Mm-hmm. John says that the Krolltans love stealing technology and that's how their whole society runs. Uh, Adam Strange says the tech was tracked by the aliens back to Earth and they say um, they can't track, they can't, the League can't investigate this because... The six members um, who disappeared. Yeah, I was going to say, yep. um, they, they, they do mention that there's, like, one base on Ran, but there's, like, a whole bunch of them on mm-hmm. Earth. And, of course, uh, they uh, Adam's like, we're going to do a two-pronged attack. Um, what, a, a whole bunch of groups are going to stay here on Earth, while another group of us are going to go to Ran. Yep. And that's when Adam mentions that because of the uh, 16 hours with the with the other six members, yep. um, humans are persona non grata on yep. Ran. Specifically the uh, six... Earthlings are, yeah. sorry. Well, wait, we don't specify yet, but... <laughs> oh, no, no, I think yeah, he yeah, does specify. I he's very vague, but he's also put, puts a picture of the six... Leaguers and they say, "Oh, this must be have to have to do with the sixteen hours." Everyone's like, "Oh, what's going on?" Mm-hmm. But they say that even though they have pictures of them, of them, all yeah, all leaguers are banned. Uh, so Nightwing's like, "Well, you know, we could send the Young Justice team after them because they don't know them yet." Right, and then of course they're just like Adam's, just like, "Yes, good idea." Yep, and this is when we learn that Nightwing, McGann, and Connor were all invited to join the league, but chose not to do so at this yep, point. Yep, they're, they're, they're happy with where they're at. Yep, and this is when finally we cut back to the, the Justice uh, Mountain, and we get designated into their teams for this mission. Yep, um, and of course the, the plan is, is go to everywhere, destroy the platforms while finding humans that could have been abduct- abducted. Yep, for all the Krolotane bases on Earth, we see... And now it's time for, yeah, it's group time, yep. with Mal as the coordinator. Of all of this. Yeah, he's telling everybody. We see Alpha Team is going to be Nightwing and Wonder Girl. They're going to Philadelphia. Yep. We have... Oh, you want to see a beta team? Yep, beta team. We got Batgirl, Bumblebee, and Wolf. Yeah. Their their target is Vladivostok. Vlad- Vladivostok? I, I can never say that word. I'm <laughs> sorry. Um, but I know it's kind of a big deal in the DC, if I remember correctly. Vladivost- is, is that the uh, um, town where uh, Vertigo and them are from, or no? Um, I, I, I think, but I also know in uh, Justice League... Wonder Woman befriends the princess of that place where Vandal Savage is. Oh, yeah, that episode. Over. Yeah. <laughs> I just know it's a place in DC. Yeah, yeah, that's but that was familiar. a cool episode, but yeah. Uh, but who's, who's on Gamma the team? Gamma team, the, the lame team of Whites gets the soft jobs. It's Blue Beetle, the second Robin, and Lagoon Boy are taking New Orleans. And this is when we get a side of uh, the whole time Lagoon's really upset because he wants a really tough job and Gamma yeah, team's on the third. But Gamma people. always gets the soft gigs. But this is when we finally have Nightwing take this second Robin aside and we find out it is Tim, Tim Drake. Drake. Which yeah. I, I was excited because I know yeah. Tim I, I know Tim Drake from season four of uh Batman the Animated series. Oh yeah. I kinda like him because he's a, he's a sassy little guy. I think I know him from uh back in the early aughts of the nineties when I was reading Teen Titans comics. He mm. was always the leader of that of the Teen Titans in that Oh they, it's not uh it's not Dick. It's, no, Dick's already Dick's already uh, Nightwing by the time the Teen Titans start getting formed regularly. He's, he's already out in Teen Titans. Now in the cartoon, is that Dick? In Which the Teen one? Titans animation? Uh, they purposely are vague about it, but they've given enough hints that that is likely Dick. Okay, yeah, uh, right. Um, but anyway. But yeah, uh, this is, uh, we also, periodically in the background, we keep seeing uh, Jaime Reyes, a.k.a. Blue Beetle, seemingly talking to himself, and everyone's just weirded out by it, but they never really oh, yeah, address yeah, why. Yeah, I, I always thought it's, like, <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm okay with this. No, mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Yep. Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah he seems to argue with nobody, get. and everyone just looks at him confusedly. Uh, um, we follow Gamma Team as they uh, go to their base. Yep. Um, and of course, 
uh, when Gamma gets there, they do the initial scan and they notice that there's no Zeta like radiation or anything. Yep, but Mal's there. like, hey, there are actually readings. Um, they're a little bit further over in the water. Yeah, because they accidentally blow up a what is it, like an outhouse or just a shed in the middle uh, of it, a it was a toolbox. Yeah, like they went and they attacked the toolbox yeah, in the middle of a weird base and like oh, there's nothing here. And so they, uh, Mal says it's underwater. So they, of course, Lagoon Boy being on the team finally gets a shine. Yeah, and he literally just swims down because it's not like he's a fish or anything. And he's got these runes that glow, Atlantean runes that glow. And he literally hulks it up. I'm about to say, he goes, uh, Luffy, gear forth. <laughs> it looks like his weird puffer mode. Uh, yo, yeah, well, yeah, it's a spoiler anyway, for uh, like, but, but anyway, a 20 year old it's anime. Just, <laughs> it's just, it, he, he literally just turns super yeah, he buff and super, super huge and super strong, and he like rips the doors off of the uh, thing at this point, right? Yep, and then they all swim through, and when they get up, they realize that this base is a huge, is really huge, big. huge, huge base. Uh, and of course, uh, they immediately get caught on weird alien cameras. And everyone's like, it, it, it's out. funny because it was like Mal's like, "Oh, okay, wait for backup. Stay, uh, lay low for a bit." And Lagan's just like, "Yeah, about that." Yep. It, immediately, it's just like, "Uh oh." <laughs> They're on camera. This is when we cut back to uh, Mal at the base, and we hear Beta Team found a very small site. They have like one alien there. No yeah, people. like every single one has yeah, like a really team. teeny tiny yeah. bases. Alpha Team's like, we have like there's two aliens here, uh, no people, and like and finally. The big giant army of people are all at Gamma Base. Where because yeah, <laughs> oh is. yeah, I think uh, I think it was like Adam or someone like getting reports. And he's like, "What about Gamma Team?" And Mal's like, "About that." Yeah, but <laughs> the moment, as we see, um, the the Crotans are getting ready to attack, and they are start like you know mo- uh, jumping all over the guys. Except one Crotan sees Blue Beetle and freaks out. Yeah, freaks out completely. Yeah, he's and, like, "Oh, um, let's get out of here!" And then everyone starts ditching immediately. Oh. Don't forget, we get the we get the Lagan catchphrase: "Stay liquid, minnows." No, also he says, um, "Neptune's beard." Yeah, a lot. oh yeah, that, that, that's that's his other one. But in this one, also, we get, he, has, like, he, has, the, he has a lot of because also angel fishy Scott's like calling McGann. He has a lot of really weird phrases. All uh, the also, he, um, is he your Lowenthal? He's what? I think he's not Yuri Lowenthal, is he? Um, I don't know, I to be honest. His voice actor is a huge voice. Yeah, I, I didn't actually look it up. But, um, um yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, so we get a big fight scene and everything, and when uh, the one sees Blue Beetle, yeah. starts <laughs> freaking out. But for some reason, Blue Beetle can understand what's being said. Yep, and he tells the team that the base is going to self-destruct, and we got to get out of here. Oh, and that the playthings can be sacrificed. Yep, and that's when Tim's like, we got to save the people. And they're like, yep. yeah, they're being told to leave, but they're saying no. Tim stays behind. He stays the people. He finds all the humans um, uh, underground. Well, every, every everyone does actually because uh, Lagan opens up the gate and they're all like, "Ah, oh, aliens!" Yeah, more and, 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 like, too. And they're like, "Ah, oh, aliens!" Yeah, he's like, "We're not aliens." Well, the Crolatane he's holding is like, well, he is, but yeah. we're not. <laughs> they may, yeah, we read to mention they get one, of, and then they finally they manage to. Um, Get a bunch of people. The human, yeah, the humans think that they're the blue talks to the, the scarab, and the team doesn't get. He keeps talking to the scarab. Right. He's like, "What's going on?" Which and, we don't know. It's the scarab, but if, oh, anyone yeah, who knows, <laughs> yeah, no, anyone who knows blue beetle, of course, knows. of course. Um, but um, then they all they they, they escape with they all save the, the people. Yeah, yeah, save the people, and all of the Justice League appears. They're really it's just yeah, like, full Justice League. But then Nightwing's just like, "Hey, good Tim, job. good job, thumbs up." <laughs> um, and then of course after like that whole like, "Good job, everything's doing well." We cut to Zeta, Zeta Squad, which is uh, I, I call him I call him Gar, um, yeah. Gar or Garfield for short. Um, Superboy, Mega, and Megan, Superboy, and Adam, and Adam says, "Welcome to Ran." Ran, and we just see this beautiful alienscape, and that's where it ends. Yep, that's the last. That's the first episode of the season. Now, I wanted to ask you, 
the new members of the team that we've seen so far, who is your favorite? Ooh, that's kind of a tough one because I know there's more that go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but as of right now, I gotta give my heart to Beast Boy. Really? Uh, <laughs> now, in the first episode, he didn't get much of an introduction. But later on, dude, I love Beast Boy. He's amazing he's, in Teen Titans. Yeah, he's, he's, he's silly, he's laid back. Well, I mean, obviously he's a kid kid, but yeah. but he, he, always, he always was like kind of like, you know... I don't know. I just found his powers to be cool. And, as we're going to find out later on, mm-hmm. how he got them was really cool, too. Yeah, that's really, really um, cool. But if we're going to go with someone... Episodes, huh? I guess, do we find out in the batch of episodes how um, he gets his powers, or we, no? We, we get, yeah, we, we get like hints to it where we can uh, describe... Mm-hmm. We'll get to those. But if we're going to go to the people who actually did some fighting and stuff... Yeah. It's a toss-up between Wonder Girl, because okay. she's she's really strong, but she's really airheaded, yeah. too, and Lobo, because Lobo's a hero. <laughs> well, Lobo's a hero. Um, I was actually, gonna say, actually uh, uh, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle's so. pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say, my favorite's probably... Uh, yeah, it's probably going to be Wonder Girl, because I love all the Amazons, but also, I don't... I'm kind of trying to remember. I barely remember Cassie's origins in the uh, Teen Titans. Yeah, I, I, even... I believe she might be a semi-normal person who was just, like, gifted by Zeus. Um, wait, wait, other, she was in Teen Titans? Not Teen Titans, uh, comics and stuff. Oh, like, right back in oh, the, day. Like the comics. Yeah, I think she might she might have been like a non-Amazonian person who was just blessed by Zeus and then went to train with the Amazons. I'm not sure. Because like the, the main, the uh, first one, the first Wonder Girl, Donna Troy, is actually like tied to the Amazons and stuff like that. Oh, so. okay. But yeah, I really like Cassie because besides just being voiced by Mae Whitman, she's a really fucking dope character. She's really she, she strong. She really is. She's really she, funny. Like, I, like, I, <laughs> she, later on, we're going to get to it, but yeah, yeah. I like her character developments every now and then. Yeah, she's really, really cool. I really like her old series. And also, like, I'm, I'm curious if they ever do, like, how, oh, well, we'll see. We'll see, because it's... Yeah, we'll, it's we'll, we'll get to that. ...to come up. But yeah, she's great. Uh, now we're doing episode two, Earthlings. Earthlings. We start <laughs> off with the Zeta team. Well, and some random girl that we don't know yep, yet. Yep, some mystery girl or fleeing a giant spider robot. Yep, giant spider mech like in uh, Final Fantasy VIII, only a lot cooler looking in my opinion. Um, <laughs> but cool. And of course, Connor's protecting this random girl. Yeah, as, uh, as they get cornered, um, he says, well, it's supposed to be like this or whatever, and uh, he shields the girl from a giant blast from mm-hmm. the thing. And that is when we go to Cut intro. Back. Oh yeah, in, yeah, you're right. An intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then we uh, we actually get the flashback oh, from when everyone before that though the the intro comes back. They're still getting blasted by the thing, and he hits the he hits the uh, cliff, and he's just like, man, it wasn't supposed to end like this. And then we get the flashback. Okay, starts yeah, you're right. Then that's when the landing. flashback when they get to Ranagar. <laughs> of course, Beast Boy's like. I'm on an alien planet. You must say this all the time again on Earth. And she's oh, like, yep. Oh, specifically, he, says, uh, he calls him again, sis. Oh, uh, yeah. Th- Which is very, very cool. Sis. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you know, he's he's super excited. And, of course, we're met with two other characters. Sardak, mm. the scientist I'm that... Sardak. Is it... I think it's Sardak. Yeah, see, when I was watching it, it kind of sounded like a C. Yeah, it, it, could, it, it, it could be that. So, uh, Sardak. Sardak. We'll, we'll call him Sardak. Well. But anyway, Sardak, the scientist that... Strange met, yep. well, who told him about all of this information, and his daughter Alana, who seems to have a strong affinity for uh, yeah, Adam. they're like lots of like you know longing looks between the two of them <laughs> between right. Adam and them, and of course they're speaking in an alien language, and mm-hmm. of course um, Adam introduces everyone in this uh, alien language, and then after that he's just like. I don't know the language, so um, usually we do charades. Yeah, this is when we start the charades. Enter, enter <laughs> McGann, who telepathically links everyone so that anyone who speaks 
the common language, in this case English, yeah. hear it from the others, while the others are hearing their language from everyone else. Yeah, for some reason, Connor looks a little upset when she does this. So he's like a weird like look on his face, like uh, yeah, um, nervous, like, it, it was a small, it was a small thing. Yeah, but a yeah he did. Thing, but yeah, they um they hide in the lab because humans, of course, aren't welcome here. Correct, um, but it's still uh, not clear why. Yes, they do. Uh, you know, like, it's a second later. Like, when he, oh, yeah, no, yeah, the, the doctor says, "Let's yeah, come yeah. inside." Um, it, we we have to do that when mm-hmm. harboring Earthlings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we see best boy keeps a mess. Of, best boy, best boy, best boy, best boy. keeps um like he's fascinated with the alien dragon, like bird, yeah, like the weird dragon bird thing and stuff. And then we find out about you know the Iranian science control. Yeah, the science committee. Hates aliens and interplanetary travel. Yep, very xenophobic, and that's yep. why, and that's one of the reasons why. And of course, they once again mention those sixteen hours. Yep, and they say the league did something on the planet Rimbor, and are they're now intergalactic criminals. Yep, and um, also we find out that uh, Sardath is working on interplanetary Zeta travel. Yep. So just, yeah, traveling from planet to planet rather than just from place to place on a planet. And we see that, uh, this is where we find out that the Krolatans have been spreading information about the League to the other alien races mm-hmm. and that the uh, Sardath doesn't know that McGann and Connor are associated with the League. Even though yeah, yeah, that's right. They're like, you're you don't you're not associated with them, are they? And McGann's like, nope. nope. <laughs> yep. And this is where we find out Sardath's plan, which is a planetary shield for Zeta Beam's Oh yes, off it makes planet. it so that yeah, it makes it so that you can still zeta beam like off planet around, stuff. No, all around the planet. But no, around, oh, I thought it was also off planet. No, it's a it's it, the shield is to stop off planet zeta beam. Oh, they, yeah, it was like people can't come in, kind of thing. Or out, it's or yeah, or out because you're you're just nope. trapped on your planet with at least the zeta. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course we find out, you know, he's like, oh, stolen tech and stuff like that. Um, there's a Krolatanian base nearby. Go find it. Find out what they're doing, and you know, destroy their tubes and stuff like that. Yeah, we need to uh, find. It's in the Ranian forest. Yes, in the Ranian forest. And of course, um, they have to go on the metro, which you know, it's it's out in public, so the Earthlings have to you know yeah. put on some disguises Disguise of some up. sort. And Alana's like, I need to go and help them because you know I know this area a lot better. Which of course, um, her. Do we find out that her father is... Uh, Sar- yeah, yeah, they yeah. wouldn't introduce um, each other. Yeah, we find out he's like, no, it's too dangerous. But she's like, I, I know this place. And not even Adam knows this place. Yeah, exactly. Cut uh, to the metro. Yep, we see Beast Boy has turned into one of the weird little green bird things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone else is so disguised because all they're doing are wearing hoods. Oh, uh, no, McGann um, transformed into a radiant. She has actual pointed ears. Oh, that's right, she did. And Connor but... has a hood up and then um, Adam Strange's outfit is his traditional superhero yep. comic outfit. Yes, it is. Weird red I, hood. I actually did look red it up and, and I noticed it yeah, was. Yeah, the red and white hood outfit that he has. And of course they're like, yes, they get on the metro, no hitches or anything, and then these two yeah. like policemen looking the science, guys just come the in. science police yep, come in the uh, the play the the uh, train and I like this part because so Adam Strange decides to be a distraction and what does he do he quotes Lewis Carroll yep very beware the devil walk my son yeah I'm he like, just starts freaking out yes. and being weird <laughs> got your nose I'm like dude I'm gonna love you Savage <laughs> Savage. I, I strange. strange. I was uh, like, this is already like three other yeah. characters named Strange in the series already. <laughs> yeah, it, it's strange, isn't it? Uh, but um, also, more romantic looks between him and uh, Alana make McGann and Connor way more uncomfortable. Very each uncomfortable. Other. And um, as they're as they're leaving, I like the comment. Alana says, "Like Jabberwocky." Yeah. What? <laughs> um, but so Strange gets the science patrol police guys off the metro, while the rest of them 
successful you get. Continue to travel on the train. Uh, meanwhile, like, while Beast Boy sees the awkwardness between McGann and Connor, he's, like, trying to, like, hey, trying to, like, bring up memories between them very awkwardly. And, it's just and very makes it worse. Yeah, Connor gets more uncomfortable, of course. It's very, very... Ugh. They get to a, just a random spot while the train's still going, and Alana's like, here we go, let's yep. go. They jump off the train, uh... Beast Boy immediately almost gets killed by tumbling into a, sa- a fiery a, a blue, a sand, blue trap. sand bog, yeah, as they call it. But it's like, literally, it's a really beautiful flower. He's like, "Cool, I'm gonna get it." And Alana's like, "Watch this!" Throws a stick near the uh, near the sand. flower, and it like <laughs> devours it, belches, and farts. Yeah, it's, it's like turn on fire. Oh, yeah, yeah it, bur- it burns too. Yeah, it burns too. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And of course, that's when there's a the good lesson. If it's beautiful, don't touch it. Yeah, and that's because he wanted it for his souvenir of the episode, which yep. would have been important. Uh, McGann, they finally find the lab, and McGann enters to see it is, like, packed full of crullitans. Yeah, we're talking, like, as big as the uh, the Gamma Bay. Yeah, the Gamma it's Team really, space. really big. Um, and, of course, we she finds a, an opening and lets everyone know, hey, here's the opening. Yep, and, and you see there are six Zeta platforms that they need to bomb. Yep, and they have, a con- they have like, small controlled explosives, so it won't, like... Cause too much damage. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, McGann and Beast Boy, who is now a monkey. Yeah, they just um, stealthily they just... put bombs on all of them and like, hey, we're almost ready to go. Now remember, they have three minutes as they're putting these on. Yep. And of course, after they do it, they're like, okay, we're good. Now we can get out of here. Then they get the uh, Krolateans get a weird like transmission. They, they get a Zeta transmission, mm-hmm. and their exit gets blocked by a giant antenna. Yep, and then all six portals beam in tons and tons of the Krolateans who bring up the base that was just destroyed uh, on Earth. Which, by the way, we we know what the Krolateans are saying because in They're this finally episode, subtitles. yeah, we're, we're finally <laughs> getting subtitles, and all of the superheroes are known as Meta Earthlings. Yeah, Meta Earth. Did you say Meta Earthlings yes. specifically? Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah good. Meta Earthlings. <laughs> And, um, yeah, some of them come in and they're like, oh, the Meta-Earthlings destroyed our bases and blah, 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 blah. Yep, they're saying, okay, well, we got to figure out a plan to get out of the, the, the team says, we have to figure out a way to get out of here, just as all the bombs grow. Blah, blah. Yeah, literally, all the bombs <laughs> just explode. And, you know, so Gar- Garfield's like, you know what? I'll distract them. You guys get out of here. Turns into a gorilla and starts beating the crap out of all of these yep, guys. Yep, and as the team's escaping, the Krolotans uh, say, get the mechs on them. And that's when we finally see the spider robots. Meanwhile, Adam is still getting chased by the, uh, by the uh, secret <laughs> yeah, he's police. Still a quick scene of Adam just sneaking around, getting gotten, and then flying off with his dumb jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, we, we find out he's actually going back to the lab. Yep, the team figures that uh, the Earth teams must destroy the other, must have destroyed the other bases. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's where they came from. They must have done that. Uh, McGann says the Croatians are too foreign for her to be able to read their minds. or Right, yeah, because even, even like learning the language itself would take a long, long time. Yep, and Beast Boy saying, hey, what, do you hear that when the mechs are coming? And that is when we circle back to the intro scene of them getting attacked. Yep, it, we come full circle. And by the way, it was Connor because he has the super hearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, right. But yeah, but either way, we go, we go full circle and we finally get up to the point where Connor actually is hanging up, uh, hanging on the cliff, yep. gets up. And so they have to split up, pretty much. Yeah, they to, finally lose the mech patrols after escaping, you know, invisibility and going into a cave. And now we get the best, because uh, we get a little bit of a, you know, be careful, McGann. Yeah, kind of cute moment. A tense goodbye from between uh, McGann and Connor. But then we finally learn, because Alana's like, hey, um, so, I mean, she likes you, obviously. How long have you two been dating? And Connor's <laughs> like, we're not. Um, and I don't want to talk about it, but she's like, dude, I live light years away from you. I'm, I won't be able to say anything yeah. to anyone. <laughs> and so long and short of it is, 
I guess it had something to do with uh, Connor being literally like he ages internally but not externally. Yep, he says it's all his fault that they broke up because he won't age and she. And we found out that he dumped her. Yeah, he dumped he he dumped her. But the other thing he says is that she left him no choice. Yep, Does, doesn't explain that. Just. Left her no, left him no choice, kind of thing. Yeah, it's very well. It's very still vaguely vague, but it's not really, this one also we learned Beast Boy mentions the blood transfusion from last season. Yep. Is how he well. That's his when powers. we cut to yeah, cut to McGann and, and of Beast course, Boy, and of course McGann, McGann mentions that uh, you know just randomly hugs and it's like, hey, you, you have to listen to your big sister. Yep. It's like we're family now. Yep. Yeah, and then we find out that Gar got his power from the blood transfusion that McGann gave him last season to save his life. Yep, uh, so now, so yeah. now he has like mar- some Martian powers that he uses to. Yeah, the well, shape-shifting. he has the shape shifting, yeah. which he does to animals. Because one of his comments is, "Hey, I wonder what my next power is gonna be." Yeah, it's very adorable. Cut uh, to a, a scene where like they're having a cute little chase and whatever, because they have to meet back at a rendezvous point since yep. they lost the trails. Cut to a waterfall where Gar just break, like just stops. He shuts down completely. Yep, and he turns. Fully human, as opposed to his half monkey boy form, he's right. normally default in, and he kind of goes into a weird PTSD flashback. We see a turned over jeep in uh, in the, the, yeah, in the, in like the, the waterfall. waterfall area, and we find out that well, that was his mom who died. Yep, and we have uh, uh, McGann hints that it was Queen Bee's fault. Yes, she did. She did mention that it was Queen Bee's fault, and I mean that's why now we know why she's the adopted sister because well. <laughs> She, he had no family, so yep. she had to take him in. Uh, Justin, while they are comforting each other, they are caught by the mechs. Yep, the mechs actually catch them. And we and Connor and Alana figure this out because Alana is speaking her a- alien language. And Connor's mm-hmm. like, I don't understand. Uh-oh. Yep, uh, the, the Krolotanes say that oh, these two metas should be enough. And they go, they're go they beginning to head back to their ship mm-hmm. as their lab, I mean, turns into a gigantic ship and begins to fly off the planet. Yeah, and it, it's <laughs> crazy because um, we actually cut to Adam and Sardath. And they start started yeah. start speaking that, and he's just like, "Well, guess it's charades again." <laughs> yep. After all, Adam's uh, dumb long journey back to the lab is just for nothing because now they're stuck again. Pretty much. So uh, Connor and Alana like actually find these mechs. Yeah, and Connor now that starts taking out mechs like easily, destroying. Yeah, you them know, in in, in while, typical like we needed to see this yeah. Connor beating things up. Yeah, while Alana distracts them a little bit, she uh, leads them into a sand pit. But like when the she leaves the uh, one of the Mexican the sand yeah one of them caught. actually goes to the and gets caught and yeah it, dude and she, like we're talking yeah. it gets really yeah caught. but then like she lets the alien uh, like out so he doesn't die I guess it was, like, yeah I guess you know thing. weird weird humani- humanity humanity but anyway um the other one you know gives chase and of course Connor breaks it open to find there's them again in Beast Boy and as they're getting them out. McGann is still unconscious, so they still don't have that communication yep. thing going. So they, uh, they leave but, McGann with Alana while Beast Boy and Connor go to start destroying the ship. This, yep, they start destroying the ship because it's actually in the air and flying. And one of my favorite lines is when uh, Gar, when Gar and uh, Connor go up and start beating the crap out of everything. Yeah. Um, Beast Boy's a gorilla at this point. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and Connor just looks at him and says, "You might change my mind about monkeys yet." Yeah, once again, saying that line <laughs> to a damn another gorilla. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like three different gorillas already this time. Right. Uh, McGann finally wakes up thanks to Alana like helping her. I I guess all she does is, is she speaks and she speaks and she speaks and then we finally hear "Wake up." Yeah. 
Yeah, like, did like, she oh, we she don't just, even know what she did. She or probably if just she did some, some psychic recovery or from the blast or something. Um, and uh, but then, but then, um, McGann sees some of the uh, the proletarians running away, and she like uses her mind to pick one up, and she does. She her eyes just glow, and the Krolitane like wiggles a little bit, and then stops and like starts drooling. Like, yeah, it's, I know, just brain drained the Krolitane and yeah. then rips its sash off. Yeah, just, just yeah, ripped rip the sash off and like literally put him in a I don't know lobotomatic state. Like uh, lobotomy. I, know, I just said brain drained him. Yeah, I, I but, pretty uh, much gave him a lobotomy. Yeah, um, Connor and Beast Boy jump from the ship just as it Zeta beams away. Yep, and then uh, for um, again to give the sash to Beast Boy as a souvenir. And then of course Connor notices the Krolatane like drooling and stuff, and he's yeah. like, "What did you do?" And she's like, "Don't worry about it. I know what happened in the sixteen hours." Yeah, bum bum bum. End of the 10. episode. Yeah, that was a very interesting episode. Probably not my probably not my most favorite because like none of my favorite favorite people were involved in it. But it was a really cool thing. Also, I love seeing uh, space DC stuff. Yeah. Um. Honestly, what really surprised me about these now that I'm rewatching these, mm-hmm. in just two episodes and just two episodes, we're getting a huge like we're talking ice bucket challenge bucket of information <laughs> getting dumped on us. Like, what a timely reference. <laughs> Not the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but, st- but still, uh, like we're getting I, a whole it's bunch really, really here. huge, huge plot. And like I said, yeah, I love seeing those space stuff because like. Another thing is, like, going into the stuff from uh, Justice League, you only get Thanagar's side of view, and, like, Rand is always a vague, off enemy that's not really uh, important. Yeah, you're right. They do, yeah. like, because you know, in the episode of Justice League, when they are doing There's the a couple Thanagar, of episodes yeah. with Thanagar stuff. Yeah, but, like, Rand is always just, like, an offhanded mention. They also, like, in the comics coming up, I never really got much of Adam Strange, so if I got a lot of, like, Hawkgirl, Hawkman stuff, so whenever mm-hmm. Thanagar was around or involved or important, Rand was always a minor background, nothing planet that wasn't really, like, you know, didn't barely mattered. Right, And also, right. like, yeah, all the other stuff, like, how much do you, you know, like, you know Apocalypse, and you know uh, New Genesis. I'm familiar with them, yes. Yeah, I'm saying, like, all the other space DC stuff, like, mm-hmm. you know, I know I, I have tons of it because I love the Green Lantern series, and that's just, like... Right. If I'm gonna ever, it. like, actually go deeper into the DC, uh, like, space lore and yeah. all the other... I think I'm gonna have to do uh, the Green Lantern comics, mm-hmm. because they they literally, even Jon Stewart mentions, they go everywhere. Also, the, um, the, the short-lived um, CGI show for... Green Lantern. Was it good? It was good. I really, okay. Well, I really liked it because I really like Green Lantern well, stuff. Well, right, right. I have no love for Hal Jordan, but... Uh, oh, that's like right. Sinestro. That was the Hal Jordan one. Yeah, but I like Sinestro like Atrocitus, who are both main characters in the series. Oh, even Atrocitus. Atrocitus is the main villain before there are Yellow Lanterns. It's very bizarre. Ooh, <laughs> but like, that, just the fact that it's a media that's doing not just the Yellow Lantern yeah. is actually pretty interesting You might recover it, but yeah, like all the space stuff is great. It's really cool to learn mm. about all the other aliens and junk. It's really cool. And speaking, speaking of, of aliens, aliens we're going to go straight to... three, Alienated. Where we start off in Metropolis at good Bibbo's, old Bibbo's. Bibbo's Cafe. As uh, Gordon Godfrey is deriding uh, the league. Yeah, just doing his usual shtick. For uh, making the scanners, they're already working on the shielding tech, or, or the scanners oh. for the aliens. He's, yeah, saying, he's talking like, how they made, can they not scan for these aliens? Yeah, no, they have scanners. Like, how they make the scanners so quickly? Or they must be up to something. <laughs> um, and then we see uh, Jaime and what's uh, uh her, what's her I actual name? Bumblebee under under. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I put down <laughs> Bumblebee and uh and BB for mm-hmm. um Blue Beetle, but I, I know it's Jaime, and I never remember her name. But anyway, they just walk in, and of course, Bibbo's like, sit anywhere. Uh oh, starts running. Starts acrobating over his desk, giving us a huge like, like and and Bibbo, really if, if anyone. 
everyone knows Bibbo. He's a big guy. Yeah, like, he's a really, really big guy. And starts like parkouring over the over the thing and out of the back, and he starts running down right. the alley with them and chasing. As, yep, and as he's running down the alley, and as uh, Blue Beetle and Bumblebee are chasing after, though another Bibbo appears yeah. and punches Bibbo in the face. Yep, he knocks him out cold and says, "Oh, I yeah, this is a real Bibbo." And then, of course, we find out it was a Crolatane in disguise. Yep, as it jumps down the sewers. And runs away. And blasts off in a huge, weird underwater, oh, under a sewer spaceship. Yeah. Like a huge burst of fire comes yeah, up and almost hits Huge explosion and stuff. Them. <laughs> and then, of course, runs away. And as, you know, as they're like, oh, wow, you know, it ran away, blah, blah, blah. We see the Crolatane ru- uh, rushing over into, like, a big lake area where we see a giant... A black submarine looking yep. thing. And a uh, while um, Beetle scans for it, he can't he can't find the Crotean, but we yep. do see that like, yeah. Jaime again is talking to himself and weirding out Bumblebee yep. and Bibbo. They're like, what the heck is he doing? Uh, on the ship that the Crotean boards, we see Black Manta <laughs> ba, 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 and they dive. And, and then that's when we hit the intro. Yep. And then after the title card. We uh, head over to Z- the Zeta section of Star Labs, where Batman, Wonder Taos, Woman, the Taos, yeah, the, the, yeah, Taos. Is that a, I, I I didn't bother looking it up, but this place pops up a couple times. Is that a real like city or something? Uh-huh. I, 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 <laughs> no, I, like honestly, I don't know. We but, see uh, Nightwing, Wonder Woman, John Stewart, and Captain Adam. Yep. Uh, greeting the Rand team popping up. Yep, they come on in, and of course, mission was a success. success and Strange mentions about the Zeta Shield. Yep. Technology. Before that, more importantly, BB is very eager to show Nightwing his uh, souvenir. Yes, but business first. Business first. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but business first. Um, so all of this information because um, McGann brings up, you know, about how a Krol- a Krolatan was paid by a member of the uh the. Grand... I would say he brings up the shield stuff. Yeah, uh, right. Adam brings him the shielding information. Oh, and right, then, right. Um, and then, then BB's like, Megan, tell him what you found out. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's like, yeah, do it, do it. So apparently uh, one of those science police guys paid a Krolatan to do their sneakiness, their sneakiness and stuff. Yeah, to get the New- lab onto Rand without being sensed. Well, right. And and this includes like the New Orleans base as well. Yeah, and stealing from uh, Sardath's base. And then we also know that it was to stand, the steal and replace Earthlings. Yep. Which Wonder Woman's like, okay, but what does this have to do? Because McGann mentioned she knows mm-hmm. about the 16 hours. And Wonder Woman's like, so what does this have to do with that? Yep. And we find out that when Savage was controlling the League, the six who had the 16 hours went to, is it called Rimbor? Yep, Rimbor. Yep, planet. Rimbor. And dest- like literally destroyed it everything yep. while in like seven different alien language was like hey we're the justice league and yeah. you should be afraid of us yeah we're from earth you should better watch out yeah and of course this was that was all happened in 16 hours yep and the Crolatans were watching like ooh oh, earth has some really cool dudes <laughs> yeah and, and Crolatans were like hmm I too know how to gather info yep and then of course everyone is incredibly shocked and they say and, John how did you not know about this if you work in space all and the time. And he's like, I don't know. I haven't heard anything from the Guardians. Yeah. I, I should go check up that. on this. I gotta go to Oa. <laughs> what, what, where are they from? Oa is the... Oa. Okay. Oa, yeah. yeah. So he's like, I'm going to Oa to find out this information. Yeah. Captain Adam's like, uh, good job. We need to go to the Hall of Justice. <laughs> Speaking of the Hall of Justice, we see the... It's a huge uh, museum. Yeah, the, tu- the tourist attraction part where we see a... Whole... I think it's just a new... Like, they turned the whole... The, the, um, the Washington, D.C place into just a big museum right i think now yeah right? well this is the same place with the secret room yeah yeah um but anyway yeah and they made it into a museum like you said like we see like the parts of a mazor here we see just a whole bunch of other things we see uh, like like 
four or five weird elemental looking statues. Mm-hmm. Appalachians, find- remember that. <laughs> yes, well, uh, yeah, the, the, the liaison uh, French lady is the like, Alcobert. hey, this is the bo- these are the bodies of the four Appalachians who pretty much brought the Justice League together. Yep, the first mission they really uh, joined in on. And then we Something cut, I've never heard of before. <laughs> we cut to uh, McGann and Connor. Oh, wait, we and, see, well, uh, but like, while she's giving them the tour, these are the aliens that brought the League together, and then some random guy's like, oh, G. Gordon says that uh, the League works with the aliens. So oh, like, all right. All right, moving on. Yeah, and she's just like, and we're walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then we get to uh, McGann and Connor. in walking like the, on Jean, in ta- yeah, yeah, walking Jean interrogating the Quillotean, yeah? Yep. And then, of course, uh, as this is happening, Batman brings up that Jean has been sitting with this Quillotean for... Like hours upon yep. hours, maybe even like almost a day, not being able to do anything. Began eyes glow. The Crolotane like looks over towards like the double sided uh, window, yep. whatever. Starts freaking out and drools again. And, Another brain drain as yep. she says, "I know where the base is." Yeah, I know where the base is, which we find out is. Um, of course, Connor's really upset about this, and um, like. Uh, what's his name? Um, Jean just looks over like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I have a theory on this, but we'll get to that after this episode. Yeah, but the base is on Melina Island. Yeah, Melina Island in a vol- in an active volcano. And we see Black Manta's boys are helping the aliens. Oh, yes. And of course, we hear uh, we see um, Black Manta's... He yeah. sounds a little... Well, he sounds a little bit different. <laughs> uh, yeah. But you know who he's talking to? Hmm. Black Manta. Yeah. Wait, wait what? what? <laughs> um, and then we... As as Black Manta with a higher voice talks to Black... And we're not talking like like crazy high voice. It's just just slightly higher. Slightly a vaguely familiar voice. <laughs> um Yeah, but as they're as they're two, both talking, one of the black mantas, the one who's actually on Melina, takes off their ha- helmet to reveal Aqualad. Cal- Calderon, what? what the heck? Oh my god. <laughs> just as that's revealed, we cut to is it the bio ship where we see the yep. whole bat family heading to the base? Yep, we do. We have Oh, both. it's a recon mission, so yep. you know. Of course, is Batman with them? Oh um, the, yeah, uh, bat, it, it was yeah. Batman, yeah. um Nightwing, Batgirl, Batgirl. Um no, I don't think Robin was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was he there? Yeah, the whole yeah, bat I, know, team was there. I know um uh, Lagan was there. Oh yeah, um, yeah. We see Lagan and Aquaman are yep. there as well. Yep, actual Aquaman, and of course they the have to. Plan. It's a re, it's a recon mission, so yeah. just and, go the, down and search. Yeah, but also the plan is also to get the Crotons to Oa if they can. Yes, and then of course outside, you know, Batman's being Batman by like knocking out guards and stuff. And the uh, the uh, the Aqua team has jumped into the water the and team going, aqua, the yeah, team aqua yeah the team aqua teams are jumping under going underwater uh, we see the Quillotans are talking and they say the the um the discover the, what's happening their base being discovered and everything wasn't actually just earthlings it was the, competi- yeah, the competitor, the competitor. Bum, Which, bum, bum. another name job right there. And, of course, anger ensues with all of this. And one of them states, you know, who else would hire the main man, the main man. To, and uh, to, to expose one. us? And they saw one of the competitors attacking with the humans. Yeah. Look at that. Who, who, who? By the, a competitor warrior. And then all of a sudden, um, Aquamanta, as I call him, mm-hmm. um, he's like, he learns that something's wrong because he's like, hey, report. Sector 1, secure. Sector 2, secure. Sector four, four. secure. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, wait, what? What about you, Sector three? And then we find out that was the sector that Batman was doing his thing. <laughs> yeah, so, very funny. so obviously he's just like, uh oh, we're being intruded. And then that's when I think another fight ensues because everyone's see, uh, outside. We see a shadowy figure running around, putting a big ass, weird, yellow, black and yellow. Oh yeah, this thing. weird like thing. 
Um, and then after, as that's happening, you know, there's a whole lot of uh, fighting ensuing. And this is when Aqualad has his mask on, so none of the heroes know it's yep. him yet. Um, we, but while he's fighting Aquaman, we hear a voice say, there are the devices ready. A very, very deep rumbling. Oh, yeah, like was, deep, kind of almost robotic almost. Sound it's, that's his natural of. voice. <laughs> that's his natural voice? He's a big dude. If you, if you know the actor, he's a, he's an intimidating dude, yeah. Ooh. I keep wanting to say, like, his one, the, the one like, line that sticks out to me, but that's for way later in the episode. Right. And then, of course, really he, peculiar, he, yeah, mentioned, he mentions to, uh, to um, Manta that you have five minutes to get out of here. Yep. And then, of course, uh, Superman is actually, like, doing things with Connor like he should have done since the beginning. Uh, but, yeah, like, a lot Aqualad's preparing to call Tans to escape, uh, and the Atlanteans are still fighting him. They, we, say, we see the Kryptonians just show up and say, like, all right, let's do this. Yeah, let's do, I, I like it. Hey, we got a triple combo over here. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> oh, he made it a quadruple. I'm like, you know, I like this version of Superman. <laughs> it's very, very cool. And then we see uh, Wonder Woman and, Wo- and Wonder Girl like doing a whole bunch of fighting and teamwork and stuff. Yep, yep. And a whole league shows up at this point, pretty much. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. But I like it because Wonder Girl's like, oh my goodness, that was so amazing. That was so amazing. And, uh, and all of a sudden, Wonder Woman like blocks and things. And she's like, more Wonder Girl, less fan girl. I'm like, eh. <laughs> but uh, while Aqualad, or Aqualad, well, <laughs> Calder As continues all- to uh, fight, we see that his helmet finally gets knocked off. Not yet. Yeah, you gotta notice the little details mm-hmm. because there's two Crolateans cro- walking over to a computer and taking a floppy disk. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right, you're right. That's gonna be important. Then yes. we get the then we get the Aquaman and Lagan fighting and revealing the helmet. Yeah, like I didn't believe it, but they are shocked to see that Caldor oh, is yeah. Black Manta. Um, yeah, I was gonna say actually the one thing that really interested me, Aquaman said, I didn't want to believe Nightwing yep. when he said it. So apparently Nightwing knew about this. And he told them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and of course, Aqua, Aquaman, well, Aqualad is upset because not only did apparently the team let Tula die, yep. but he... And also but, she was going by Aquagirl at the time, which was really yes, cool. Yes, she was going by Aquagirl, but... Apparently, Aquaman hid the truth of who his father was. Yes. It's Ooh. very... Oh, uh, yeah. Aquaman knew, and they are very upset. He escapes, uh, but he runs into Nightwing. He says, it's just the two of us. And then Connor tells him, like, yeah, no, I'm here, too, and we're going to fight. He's like, we're, okay. we're going to make We're going to make this an all-out special. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, that's when Aqualad's like, okay, you have a choice. Fight me and capture me, or save everyone from the bomb. Yep, after he beats up Superboy, which is a really cool thing. <laughs> oh, right? Oh, yeah, that, that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, Robin orders everyone to escape. Because the uh, the bo- yeah, he gets to the bomb, and he's like, yep. I can't defuse this. It's alien technology. Yep, and he, well, he says, don't go after the enemy. Everyone get out of here. Superman stays back to try to like get the Krolltans out. And of course, they're all like, don't trust him. He's a meta-earthling. Yeah, just like, you dum-dums. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Get the hell off the thing. It's about to blow up. And then, of course... Um, everyone starts getting on the bioship, which is piloted by two Krolateans. <laughs> yeah, like, and then, of the... course, one of them just goes, Hello, Megan! <laughs> <laughs> yep, and transforms back into Megan and, which, and uh, John yeah, And John, which you find out, they're the two Krolateans who took the floppy disk. Yep. Oh, I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I didn't know why they were Krolateans. I was like, they think people, the Krolateans are going to get on their ship? Like, what yeah, because if, that... if you look, uh, John's holding that yeah, weird floppy yeah. disk at the two things. <laughs> then... <laughs> You know, everything explodes. Everyone gets out. And even Superman does, but he like barely escapes. He, he's he's in the explosion when it yeah, gets, yeah, when he, it goes that's off. why I said he barely escaped yeah, because yeah. he was caught in the explosion. But Aquaman mm-hmm. like saved him. But an explosion? Come on, Superman can survive <laughs> that. 
we see the, uh, the alien's plan was to make a ship to get off planet because the shield was stopping them from Zeta beaming off, but now they're all dead. <laughs> yeah, but now they're all dead. Uh, the team is confused at what Cal was, uh, Calderon was doing with that. Yeah, they were wondering because, you know, there's the bomb plan and everything. So mm-hmm. did, did he do this on purpose? Did he want them all to die? Or... Yeah, who knows? But uh, we see now Black Manta is having a delicious dinner while Cal shows up and says... Hey, Dad, uh, kind of messed up, but it's fine because the light always plays. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, Black Manta's like, hey, it's good job yeah. on the mission. Yeah, it's good, man. The light, this is what the light wanted. Yep, and speaking of the light, he hears like a weird little alarm. He's like, if you'll excuse me, I've got a meeting to attend to, which for some reason, I guess they wanted to point out that like a lot of the decor in his room is like a tribal African kind of yeah. descent. Yeah. And so, I was going to say, know, in case you didn't know, yeah, he wants to take it letters for black people. Yeah, yeah, and, and yes, and yes, folks. Matt and I have talked about this. It literally is just like, just like it sounds. It's a big, uh, like whole segregation issue. Yeah, the black black mentor is a very weird character with changing motives, but he's a very weird. It's very it's his motivations changed. Like if you see the Aquaman movie, he's just a weirdo avenging his dad or whatever. It's right? <laughs> yeah, different, different universes, different versions. Yeah, but yeah. it's all but it's one, all the yeah. same. But this one is yeah, he seems to have a lot of pride in that stuff, and it's really interesting to take on that character. But but he gets a call from the light who congratulate him on his methods and and I think it was Savage mentions. I'm glad we actually chose you over that pathetic ocean master. I'm gonna say, I know the ocean master's out. We, yeah. Uh, we're in now, yeah. yeah. So apparently, even in season one, ocean master just got a cameo appearance, but he never did anything. But he was with the light. Yeah, I know. He was with the light, but he never did anything. Well, I mean, and he was now, like... And now we find out, oh, Ocean Master? Yeah, we're totally going to uh, destro him from, if anyone's seen the live-action G.I. Joe movies. You're just, <laughs> you're just out, and here comes new guy. Yeah, but say, like, what, uh, like, we, uh, I was listening to the episode we had uh, just going up on YouTube about Orm. We were like, me and you were just like, like should we say who it is? It's Orm. Okay, yeah, yeah it's, it's Orm. It's Orm. <laughs> but, like, Orm, that whole episode with Aquaman didn't do anything. He was, t- he was like, just sitting there with his brother being like, whatever, and chill. Yeah, he was being cool. Unless there's like a different Ocean Master, like, uh, like well, I mean, like in the comics or something, maybe it's there's like a, Orm. Yeah, like, see, uh, that's, that's what I know. I know it's Orm. So, anyway, long story short, Ocean Master gone, Black Manta replaced. Yep, but then, that, that, we're not even you know, at the end of the episode yet, but I was going to say. Um, we see the, uh, they're saying, oh, also, we're, we're, they're working with the competitor mentioned earlier. Yep, the competitor gets named again. Uh, we see, uh, but on the shore, we have the, uh, six members of the League who are responsible for destroying Rimbor, saying that they are going to an intergalactic trial. Including, uh, Hawkman and Icon. We learn, we learn that, in this universe at least, Hawkman and Hawkgirl are are married to each they other. They typically are. Well, you, well, I'm saying, like, for people who know the oh, Justice yeah, yeah, League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, that, they, that was a cool, really cool episode about that in the Justice League. Right, right. But him being like, um, hey, don't you, like, you know, don't you remember me? She's like, I don't know who you are, you weirdo. Yeah. Like, We're married all the time. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Icon, Icon knows is about there because... Galactic law stuff, yeah, so, yeah. He, he knows about all that stuff. Everyone's sad about this, and, of course, all as all of this is happening, um, Adam and Nightwing are going to be in charge, and Green Lantern's like, hey... We gotta do what we gotta do for this. Yep. And even even like uh, Cassie was like, "When are you gonna be back?" And she goes as long. And Wonder Woman's like, "As long as it takes to clear our yep. names." So you gotta go to the high court of Rimbar. And also, we see that Cal is treating Connor like a little brother. Yeah, oh yes. Which is a very interesting choice on his part. Hey, but you want to know it's something? Good way to help him cope, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> hey, at least 
at least they're having a positive uh, kind of relationship. It, Connor yep. seems okay with it, so who's the, who's going to complain? Yep. Also, uh, I don't know if you mentioned it earlier when they're talking about the shield going up so they can't see it off planet, that they said it won't stop um, someone strong enough or just a ship will be able to go through it. Right, Which yes. is why the John Stewart just makes a... The big, Green Lantern ship. Yeah, he makes a, just an actual functioning ship for them to fly, which is his whole shtick. Yep, and they go into hyperspeed while everyone on the shore just leaves. Looks on sad, and then leaves. And then that's where the episode yep, ends. that's the end of that episode. And I gotta say, mm-hmm. uh, at this point, what were you thinking about Cal's turn when you were watching this originaler? Um, Cal's turn. Cal Durham being oh, Black oh, Manta. I, um, was, dude, I was absolutely gonna, floor not yeah, that not gonna, dude, the I literally ever. <laughs> when, I, when I first watched this like years ago, yeah. I literally had to pause the episode just so I could scrape the jaw off of the floor because <laughs> yeah. I did not expect that. Me neither. I was I'm just like, dude, shocked. I was, yeah, I was, I was a bit shattered because he was, <laughs> like I told you from season one, he was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. He was one of the coolest. He was the greatest leader. And all of a sudden, he did this? Yeah, he's black I'm just like, now? What, what are you hell? doing? Was, I thought it was cool as hell. I was like, oh man, his actual, like, a protag is actually evil now. It's yeah. so cool. And it's, all, all I had never, to... ever, ever see that in anything. No. Like, barely. It's so cool. Yeah, you're, you're right. You never A heroic like, lead of the team go to be a villain next season. And oh. I love how they handled the time jump. And it's just like, yes. uh. Um... But now, uh, one thing that I noticed when uh, McGann w- did like the the quick mind thing to the Crolitan and Je- and uh, Jean was like, hmm? I have a feeling that Jean wasn't looking like confused. I think he looked exactly at her and knew exactly what happened. Oh, I and just he, didn't yeah. say anything. I, I was curious. I was like, did he? I'm assuming he did know exactly what she did. Which is like, yeah. I'm just gonna do that. But okay, if you're gonna, yeah, I just, it just like, the moment he looked, I'm just like, McGann, you idiot. I never say that about her, but this time I will. <laughs> I was just an idiot. Who knows what the hell her deal is right now? It's very bizarre, but I like it. Right. Uh, and um, I guess we don't have really th- anything to go off for a segue, so we'll just jump into episode <laughs> Let's four. Let's salvage this discussion with episode four. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> salvage. And, you, and, hey, and I thought my jokes were bad. And it was a segue. <laughs> we see um, Washington, D.C. Yep. And a random building saying Bullfrog Health Store. <laughs> um, did you note the date? February 13th. Oh, nice. Got to note that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But a guy's just being robbed. A regular, you know, yeah, a regular masked criminal with a bag of money and a gun just coming out and is tripped by an arrow and gassed. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't think Green Arrow... I didn't. His name's Oliver, right? Yeah. I didn't think Ollie was going to be here. Oliver Queen. But then name? we all look up and we see a very bearded Roy. A haggard and homeless looking Roy. <laughs> and of course... The guy down. And of course Roy's uh, picking up the money from the bag and stuff. And the guy's like, dude, oh, dude I sh- awesome. you saved me. I watched from the window. I should give you a reward. Nah. Nah. You were good as he takes a stack yeah, of money secretly. Yeah, goes in his pocket as we see Oliver... Watching Roy from the from above, just like oh Roy. Yep, and he's really just like he, he just like gets on a radio and he's like, I found him, and it's worse than we thought. Yep. Also, the uh, store owner, the random store owner, is a guy from comics. I forgot. I saw like when I was looking up stuff. Oh yeah. He's a. Well, sorry, I got a burp. Uh. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> sorry if you're disgusted by that. I apologize. Uh, but um, yeah, the. Um, he was. I forgot. I didn't. I didn't write down who it was, but he was a minor, like uh, a one-off actual is, is, is comic is he, character. Is he actually? Is he actually like minor, kind of like, uh, like a the very, liaison lady? Yeah, like that level of like okay. unimportant. Um, <laughs> but now we open back to Talos Star Labs. Yes, we do. Adam and the other scientists are ready to turn on the Zeta Shield. Yep, and it goes successfully without a hitch. Yep, and uh, of course, um, it, this actually, this I put a note in here. This is when Connor brings up. 
Um, yeah, this stops the Zetas, yeah, but it does not stop a ship or a boom tube. Yeah, which dun, is very important. Dun. They are so, it's so weird that boom tubes are so, like, oppression, present everywhere, but no one's, like, discussing, like, that's from New Genesis and Apocalypse. Like, why is it so common here? <laughs> however, however, um, after uh, Connor mentions boom tube, we get something for the first time. We hear, uh, Jaime going, what's a boom tube? And we finally hear a voice explain oh, to him yeah, yeah, what's, yeah. what a boom tube is. Yep. And, and of course, if you've seen season one, we all know what a boom tube is, yeah, but, just in ca- but just in case. Yeah, I was going to say, well, what they are, they're, they're, yeah. they're apocalyptic teleporting technology from mother boxes. Right, I was going to say, just just in case like people are oh, just yeah, yeah, now yeah, yeah. like listening in. Yeah, I was going to say, but we see, um, we see like in space all the giant weird orbs like creating the shield around. In the uh, actual Justice uh, Mountain, we see Lagan and Megan are just being uh, cuddly... You know, well, PDA, so, well, sort of. Well, kind I of. I mean, cause, it's just—it's more like she's being like just the regular typical. Well, he's just like, yeah, blah blah, boast, boast, blah blah. Yeah, he's like, he, he loves and broy. I, I think Connor said it best in episode two. He's a jerk, but he's at least good to her. Yeah. So. I uh, also um, we see Snapper Carr is now homeschooling Beast Boy. Yep. Um, <laughs> and then um, yeah, there's that going on, and of course. Um, as Connor's looking at all of this, oh yeah, he, he's, he, while uh, while he's talking to the while Jaime's talking to the beetle about the, uh, boom, the boom tubes, tubes, he's still getting looked at by Mal and Connor. Like, what the hell are you? What yeah, are you doing? Like, what? <laughs> um, he's not. He refused to explain. Everyone's just weirded out by him. And you know, Connor wants to do a little bit more uh, like reconnaissance. You know, make sure everything is actually going okay. Yep. You know, just because nothing can come in Zeta tube wise doesn't mean there isn't going to be anything yeah. bad going on. Connor's, so he, uh, he looks at he looks at Garfield. He's getting he's getting trained and studied by uh, what was his name Snapper Snapper card yeah, yeah. Snapper card uh, looks over at uh, Legan and uh, McGann and, nope. <laughs> and just nopes and then all of a sudden grabs a Jaime and goes oh he also um, Nightwing was out on patrol. oh yeah um yeah uh, no it was personal business oh yeah personal business yeah. Uh, uh, that's right because um, I forget who it was but he's like yeah Mal, Nightwing, there, I think yeah, Mal's Mal's like yeah he's out personal business yep he so grabs he grabs Jaime he's like come on let's go what he's like, what are you doing <laughs> personal business. <laughs> We finally, we finally get our Connor like passive aggressive. Yep, uh, we cut to we uh, strung out looking Roy again. Yep, <laughs> badly rope grappling onto a building, <laughs> stumbling, and then Roy, Oliver's like, "Man, what are you doing? Come on, let me help He's you." He's like, out. "Come on, let me help you." And of course, Roy's like, "No, me." Yep, and, and all of a sudden we see the whole Arrow family, uh, including and Wally. <laughs> yeah, well, and and Nightwing, of course. Yeah, yeah, we get Nightwing, we get Wally, not not Speedy, uh, not. Speedy was his no, not not Kid Flash, Wally. Yeah, and we also get um not Guardian, but whatever. Like he's not uh, in his outfit, but it's guard. It is Guardian. Yeah, I wrote his name. I have his name down a little bit later, but yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, we Guardian see like every, and even, Canary. Yeah, even Canary, yep. and they're all, you know, trying to give him pretty much a. I was saying not an intermission. Uh, what do you like? Intervention. Intervention. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to give him <laughs> an intervention, <laughs> but. Obviously, Roy is not Roy, having this yeah, at all. Says, <coughs> he says that he is on a mission to find the real Roy, and everyone else has given up on that. Yep. <coughs> but then we cut back to uh, Blue Beetle and Connor, where the Scarab's like, well, a voice is like, ask. Yeah. Ask. Yep. And he's like, finally mean, like, okay, I know it was your last choice, but I'm down to help you with whatever you need, man. And Connor so, says, uh, all right, um, he wants so, to investigate the bomb. That he, uh, he wants to... Wait, is it a bomb that already went yeah, off? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wanted to... Uh, uh, he wanted to... Um, investigate the investigate bomb that went the off. Bomb. And he wants and, to... 
use Intergang to find out what happened. Yep, he wanted to go to Intergang because they they really deal in alien technology. Yep. And of course, it's still ran five years later, and it's still ran by Whisper and Ugly. Yep, Bruno Mannheim's always the leader, and Vesper's a fairly new character, but yeah. And we, find, and we also find out that they're at the Hall of Justice yep, for some reason. Yep, they're a break-in for some reason. Uh, back with the intervention, yep. Canary says that he needs help. And, and he needs like, to... I don't need any help. And he's like, okay, well, try to fight me. And then he just, she just oh, beats just his ass. Cre- <laughs> creeps it. And even, she even had to mention that she was holding back. Yeah, like, come on, dude. You're messed up. And then, and, you know, and of course... Roy's still uh, upset because he's a clone. He's yeah, not like, a real I hate boy. myself. I'm a clone. I'm not real. And but then we go back now. to uh, the Hall of Justice where Ugly and Whisper are having this weird device set yep. up. Superboy is unable to use his uh, X-ray vision and Beetle is also unable to scan it with his Beetle powers. Oh, right. And that that, that this is when um, uh, Blue Beetle's like... Finally tells him yeah, somebody? Yeah, it's like, you know, doing his arguing. And Connor's like, I don't understand why you keep doing that. Yep. And for those of you who don't know Blue Beetle, this is when we find out that the uh, previous Blue Beetle... Ted Cord. Thank you, Ted Cord, um, had this device called the Scarab that is implanted in one's spine. Yep, he says um, it was invented by Ted Cord Industries at this point. Yes, uh, and, and yeah. we also find out that Ted Cord was the previous Blue Beetle. Yeah, well, if you know comics, you know he was the second well, Blue Beetle. Yeah. Well, right, and then, of course, the, the light killed him off. Yep, he was killed by the light off screen, um, which is very... Liter- literally, the, the Scarab... Uh, gives him like you know the powers, the the cool guns and stuff like that, the cool outfit, and also he kind of says it advises him yeah. on what he should do. Yeah, and this is when we see Bruno has a device that makes the super cycle freak out as it's some kind of apocalyptic te- apocalyptic yep. technology. Apocalyptic Which means that they know about apocalypse enough to know that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was gonna say if they've seen season one, they know they. Use a lot of apocalypse. Yeah, and uh, the device that he's using um, also freaks out the beetle scarab. And on the inside of the uh, Justice Museum thing, it awakens the Appalachians. And not only does it wake them up, but they fuse together. Yep, into a weird giant monster. Like now, it, it was yeah. a tree, crystal, a rock. What was the other one? The uh, it was lava, was it? Closet. No, it wasn't lava. It was a crystal. Ro- it was yeah. rock, tree, crystal, and. Uh, I can't remember. I don't remember. There, was, I there was a the other fourth thing one. Was, yeah, because that's the thing that like makes the light inside of them that looks like lava going through all the creases of the rock form. Um. Yeah. But either way. Um. Yeah. Either they way, there was a fourth big, one, and it fused yeah. together into a what it, we find out later offhandedly. It's an Appalachian golem. Yep. Uh, Connor jumps down to try to find it with Wolf, uh, while Jaime and the and the cyclist are being like held down. Um. Right. But then uh, after some you know fighting yeah, goes on, busted up a little bit, and it just. Blue, Blue Beetle starts to go, uh, starts to use his sonic beam that he always has. Yep. Connor says, no, don't. Too late. Jaime shoots it. Yep. It gets absorbed and shot right back at him. I was going to say, but like before that, the um, while they're fighting the thing, it keeps healing itself very, very quickly. And then the sphere sends out a signal that stops the beam that's like, holding back Jaime. And then he does the whole dumb beam and gets knocked out. Yep. Uh, but then, we, uh, then uh, of course... Both he and Connor get knocked out, and, uh, and the Scarab, Ugly Whisper runs. The Scarab away. tells the Scarab says, "That's an Appalachian fight. It's yeah, that, that's Appalachian Golem. You gotta fight it." <laughs> and of course, Ugly and Whisper escape. Yep, they decide to leave before the actual league shows up, and the uh, Appalachian that makes uh, giant wings and just flies them away. Right? It just flies away. Using a device to control it, apparently. Meanwhile, but, uh, on intervention the roof. time. Yep. 
Oliver oh. keeps trying to tell Roy to stop, but he keeps saying, "No, I'm a dirty clone." And then, of course, this is <laughs> Jim when is the Jim, Jim. Harper. Is yeah, the that's what it is. Jim Harper. Um, Jim, uh, who's who, who even says that he's not Guardian anymore. Yeah. Also tells him, "Look, I know what it's like to be a clone. I would, I I'm am a clone. one after, yeah. after all. Yeah. And I was like, what, Whoa, what I would, what was I would do. Turn. What I did was I gave up being Guardian, and I wanted to figure out about who Jim Harper is. Yeah. And of course, um, Roy's just like, eh, whatever, looks at Wally and goes, oh, I see you're still here. Why would you? I, you gave up on the gig, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, there's a drop right there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, look, giving up on the, like, not being on the team doesn't mean I'm not going to be a friend. Yeah, but also, uh, Jim Harper, the Guardian, says to him that, like, at this book, I know the light because I was with them for that long. They would have killed him by now. He would not be with them still. Oh, right, yeah. yeah like, they, they would delete the source material or some crap like that. Yeah. And it's just like, everyone's just like, he's like, oh, shut up, guys. And then Connor, uh, back with Connor and Jaime, he yep. chastises Jaime for not doing his research like all the freshmen and not knowing that an Appalachian can re- return well, that, sonic beams. That one of the Appalachians was made out of crystal, crystal, that, crystal could, that could yeah. absorb and redirect sonic attacks. Yep. And, and of course, Jaime's out, just like, oh. Yeah, we also find out that the League was formed approximately 12 years ago. Yep. That, that, Oh yeah, it was twelve years ago, wasn't it? No. Yeah. We see okay. that Whisper has some sympathy for the Appalachian Golem. <laughs> so get that and then, <laughs> and then of course, uh, Ugly's like, dude, it's just a thing. Yeah, it's just a husk. It's not even a real Appalachian. It's just a husk of all the part of the bodies after they left it. And he's just like, oh, what yeah. Else? And of course, um, let's see. After all that. Uh, uh, let's see. How about to say they uh, wants oh, to use right. this to spread into gangs, like uh, you know their whole thing over everything. They right. say that the psychic energy left over is what they're using the apocalypse technology to control the husk with. Yep, and uh, then of course after this, uh, Connor and uh, Blue Beetle actually make it to them, yep. and and of course uh, Ugly is like, "You just never learn, do you?" Immediately, Connor goes, "Hey, new genosphere, jam all apocalyptic signals right now." And it does, yep. and which causes the uh, giant Appalachian golem to freak out yep. because and we learned that that device was controlling it, and yep. now it's un- it's not in control. It knocks out Bruno and Whisper, and then attacks Connor and Beetle. But just then, it sees a big energy plant a couple of miles, a couple and feet it away. totally Godzilla's the, that shit because it's like. <laughs> What? Nuclear power? Must have. Yeah, as it approaches, we see two shadowy figures uh, talking about the Appalachian and getting close to the plant. A uh, grumbly voice one that sounds very familiar from the last episode. And another one that sounds even more familiar, but yep. not revealed yet. As he says, well, should we stop it? now? let's see what happens. As the other... But... You go take care of the other ones. Yeah, you, you go take care of those meat the bags over one. there. Yep, and we see it's all Sportsmaster! Sportsmaster is Yay. back, kids! <laughs> let's have some applause, because yep. now we can have some Sportsmaster <laughs> sportscasting. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. No, we don't, but still... Uh, Beetle does some crazy staple thing to <laughs> Bruno. Yeah, like and literally giant, like just giant staples. Giant staples staples them to a tree. It's a very Ever crazy played Mother one. Three? Mother Three, no. Ah, because see, there's there's a there's a character. His name is uh, Duster. Mm-hmm. He he's got a bad leg, but he's a master thief, and he uses staples. Of course, <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. And for any of you out there. Gotta love that obscure reference. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, so yeah, they literally staple them to the trees. And they go off to stop the Appalachian. They wrestle it to the ground, and once again, he also manages to staple the Appalachian to the ground after a cool fight. But it just freaks out and knocks them yeah, all off. Knocks them all off. And of course, as a joke, uh, Jaime's like, I don't suppose we could talk to it, right? 
And, and the scarab's like, no, that'd be, that'd be, we shouldn't. Uh, that's that's weak. And he's like, wait, you can't talk to it? <laughs> like, wait, that's a possibility? Yep, uh, back with the intervention of Roy. Yep, and then, th- actually, this was when Roy uh, mentions to Wally, like, oh, you got out of the gig, didn't you? Yeah, and that's when Wally's the, uh, like, dude. Um, him use whelmed on Robin. Yeah. <laughs> it is whelmed. Yeah, and of course, um, you know, um, Wally and Night- White Nightwing are like, dude, we did the math. Yeah, the friend, right. the friend that we had that was Roy was you, not the real one. Yeah, we've knew you for longer, and we the whole time we've been friends with you, not the other Speedy. And then of course there's more lamenting. Ah, I'm a clone. A yeah, clone. he says yeah. Could do, and they also say uh, if you want to help somebody, go help Kyle Duram because he sounds like he needs it and leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, great, pretty true. much. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. Mm. When I said I'm just like, you know, you can't really combat that one. Oh yeah, he's very right. Um, and then he just leaves. Yep, but once again, we see uh, Blue Beetle try, he's like, I have an idea, he's using the sound beams to try to communicate with the Appalachian. You're right. And, and we yeah, find he, out that it wants to be destroyed. Yeah, he's like, I'm not, yeah, the Appalachian's like, I'm going to this plant to kill myself. Yep, and he's just like, whoa, it's crazy. And of course, and of course, Connor's like, dude, we can help you. And all of a sudden, weird deep voice from way behind is like, uh, 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 can't let you do that, Superman. <laughs> Takes out. It does not say Superman. <laughs> yeah, you know right. But I know, joke, yeah, yeah. Joke, but uh, anyway, like, while he's beam, while he, while uh, Blue Beetle's using the beam to communicate, a similar looking beam hits at the same time. And it's like a weird purplish color. I know it's not a yellowish looking. Mm, I, either way, it was yeah, it, it was a very similar looking attack that was yeah, a different color. But it, it hits the uh, black scene and destroys it. Wait, what? A, yeah. a sonic attack that actually killed it? Not yeah, actually got absorbed and redirected? How's that possible? Blue Beetle is communicating with it, and he feels the pain when the thing is killed. Yeah, uh, and he is super Connor, sad yeah. that this happened. And Connor thinks, oh, Bruno and them must have gotten out, so they go back to the tree to find them, and... And they're, they're alive. Yeah, and but still they're comatose. Yeah, they're knocked out and still stuck to the tree. Oh, no, we're, no they're not just knocked out. Like, they have oh, yeah, their eyes like, open yeah. and everything. They're, 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 like, yeah, messed up. They, 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 are, they are alive, but they're not responsive at all. Yep, and well, they're like, what the hell happened here? We see Sportsmaster was the one who took them out, and he is still working for the light. Yep. Because they strayed from the light, that's what he says. And of, and of course he's like, wait a minute, so that golem, we needed that. That was a valuable resource. Mysterious voice goes, yeah, but a resource in the enemy's hand is best destroyed. And that's when Sportsmaster's like, you and I, we're going to be great friends. Yep, we're going to get along as we cut to Palo Alto and we see Wally going home. Living yeah, going, pop, going, going, going home like, to like an apartment house thing with a dog and yeah. things. And apparently, you know, we hear we hear a very familiar voice asking how it yep. went. Martin was asking what's going on and we found out that they're in college and they're dating and they're just living together a normal human life. Yeah, I mean, which I'm actually okay with this. Like, seeing that Artemis and Wally are just being normal. Yep, and is this when she says Happy Valentine's Day? That's when he, yeah, Yeah, he says, he says Happy Valentine's Day because she's like, you remembered. He's like, why would I forget Valentine's Day on the fifth year in a row? Yeah. (laughs) And then, of course, uh, we, we get an adorable scene where she's like, I got your favorite food, everything. Yeah, with a huge stuffed refrigerator. Uh, final shot, though, is uh, the shovel-looking Roy is stumbling into a weird, crappy, dirty apartment. I don't even know if it's actually his or not. But uh, it looks, knows. like, dilapidated and everything Yeah, it's very like dilapidated. We'll and we hear another familiar, familiar voice, voice, which is led by seeing Cheshire. Cheshire. Yeah. yeah. Cheshire is here. And she mentions something big that 
he needs to stop freaking out about uh, the real Speedy and take care of their daughter. Obviously, before that, she says that they're married. Oh, well, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> and they're then, married. Yeah. And, and then we have a daughter. What the heck? It, dude, even, even Roy shocked at that. He's like, wait, we have a kid? And she goes, yeah. And we, what was the name? The, the child's name. I didn't get it done. Darn it, neither did I. I don't think she said it. Just, just, just no, she did. She actually says the is full Jade name. Is Jade her name or the baby's no, Jade, Jade is a Cheshire's Cheshire's real name. But yeah. she actually says the baby's name. I didn't get it I done either. The, I forgot the right name. I didn't write it down either. Um, but anyway, so she's like, look, we need to put, you need to put Speedy's ghost to rest. I have one last lead. Yep. So we could be able to find him. <laughs> and that's where the episode ends. Yeah, oh boy. that was a real crazy one. But I, I, I was going to say, the thing I wanted to talk about this episode was, um, like, retirement, hero retirement. Mm-hmm. Do you have any, like, famous ones that you can think of? Or the ones hmm. like, stories that you like, just of them, like, saying, yeah, I'm getting up to life, I'm going to be normal. Um, honestly, off the top of my head, I can't think of any. Yeah, I know it's happened a couple of times in different series. I'm never a fan of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I like... well, don't get me wrong, I can understand why. Mm-hmm. And in Wally and Artemis's case, I'm actually on board with it, because they're still young. Yeah, they're and not, also going to college. Well, that too, but I'm just saying difficult. they're young, so it's not going to have as much of an impact. But, like, with older heroes that try to do this, mm-hmm. there's too much on the line. Villains find out about that. Villains utilize this. Yeah, and then And then, of course, it just goes right back down, and they have to re-become the hero again. Mm-hmm. It always happens. But in this case... I don't know what's going to happen, but they're young. They're younger, and you know, there's not really much that's going to happen because they have each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So unless uh, unless a villain decides to go over and be like, "Ha ha, I'm going to steal your I'm girlfriend," say, given, Ar- given Artemis's family, it could easily happen oh, at any point. Uh, oh, you're right. <laughs> Especially with I just realized this episode introduced the whole family. It, but Sportsmaster, well, Cheshire, and Artemis are all back. Yeah, but you forgot. The mom? The mom. The mom I, don't think she's, I don't think she's going to get around anywhere for the team to be actual oh, Meyer. Oh, hush up. It's it's a superhero show. Yeah, she could easily, she get, could, yeah, she she could easily, easily get healed. Yeah, not, or, or robot legs or aliens or who knows. But yeah, I like how the, the, most, the, all, the, all the active villains of that, all the characters of that family came back in this episode. It's very cool. And I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I don't like this version of Roy at all. The what the disheveled crazy yeah, the, the, I'm the, the, just a stinky I'm just clone. A clone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a smelly old clone. I don't have like, feelings. Uh, it's just really, yeah. what happened. They to literally you? they literally like four times in that intervention say like stop saying that like Jim's a clone and he's living a normal life and he's happy. Like we've knew you for your entire life and we love you and we're friends with you. What, what are you talking about? Like no, I'm just a smelly old no, clone. I'm just a clone. <laughs> actually, I'm running away. I, I think, <laughs> oh, but I think they actually up. did mention like what? Uh, yeah, trust me. One one angry clone is enough. Have you met Superboy? Yeah, like I, we forgot that they actually <laughs> yeah, mentioned Superboy's that. Yeah, living a perfectly normal life too. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, come oh, on, get with it. And it's just like, no, you gave up on the real Speedy, and I'm a stinky clone. <laughs> <laughs> but like also, even thinking, when I shower, I still stink of clone. <laughs> I was thinking um, of the other Roy's I've seen in other stuff. Uh, the one in Arrow, he was cool because I knew him from another show, Teen Wolf. But like. He barely had anything, and they just disappeared for like five seasons because the actor went to do something else. And I was just like, "Oh, come on!" And then this Roy sucks. Comic Roy, I'm pretty sure, had like about just this is rough. Like, deal with freaking crazy shit like drug addiction and all kinds of other stuff. That character's always having a shitty life. Yeah, I was gonna say it seems, it seems like uh, it seems like his life always goes rock bottom. Mm. At least right now. Yeah. Speaking of rock bottom. Episode five beneath. beneath. <laughs> Stupid. Someone had. Someone had to. <laughs> um, we actually start off in El Paso, El Paso, where there's a kid 
it, with a with the bandit with like a I'm little say, headband. Uh, uh, Long haired Native American kids skating with two like it's the nineties. Yeah, like it's the nineties. <laughs> going to the bus stop. He's got a grimace face. And he's just skateboarding. Uh. And and of course, as this happening is this is happening, we get Jaime who is yep. in bed and he gets a call from someone named some kid named Ty. Yep, he's like, "What's going on?" We find out the Native American kid's name is Ty. We find out his last name later is Long Shadow. Right. But yeah, Ty is done with Maurice and he's done put, being pushed around. He's gonna catch a bus to where? Somewhere I, I forget where he Houston. 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 Oh, Houston. Houston yeah. yeah, he's gonna go to Houston and everything like that. Yep. Uh, we see. Uh, he's like, "Oh, come on, man, chill out. That's that's dumb. Don't do that." And he's like, "No, man, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do." And the Beatles says, why are you wasting your time with this? Don't waste your time with your abilities. But he's like, hey, man, I got to do this. He goes to uh, stop him from getting on the bus just as we see that he is taken by someone in the shadows. Dun, dun, wow, a long shadow getting stolen by a shadow. Ooh. Never heard that one before. But yeah, J- Jaime arrives there and he talks to the bus guy and he's like, sorry, nobody boarded the bus and it's already left. He's like, yeah, oh, the bus man. is already left, but you can get there tomorrow. Yep. And then all of a sudden, we just, all we see is, as Jaime's walking away, we see pan over to skateboard. Skateboard behind the statue of Cochise, the Native American hero. Intro! Yep, and then after that, we cut to uh, the bio ship in Karak. Yep, it's flying, oh, we see it like flying in front of the moon, and back down to Earth as it's landing in Karak. Nightwing is over the TV radio, giving them the rundown, saying the source of the alien bomb... Uh, they may be related to the Bialion boom tube activity going on currently. Oh, yeah. Okay, so apparently there's been a lot of, uh, a high output of boom tube activity. Yep. And, of course, the Alpha Squad, which is comprised of uh, McGann, Batgirl, yep. McGann, Bumblebee, and Wonder uh, Girl. Wonder Girl. Yep. yep. McGann is concerned that Simon might still be there, but Nightwing's like, no, no, he's still in a coma and still being watched is fine. However, Queen Bee is still yep. alive and kicking. Queen Bee is there, and while the Fisher powers work over men, that that's why the team is all female. Which Batgirl, is, which is, I would say, well, after I would say Batgirl's lying about, like, well, you wouldn't have justified an all-male team, would you? And he's just like, oh, awkward, I'm not going to get caught in this weird conversation. Bye, guys. Right. And then they just laugh about it. Oh, they tricked him because of that. Now, on a side note, yeah. um, when they first introduced Queen Bee in season yeah. one, they specifically stated that she has control over men and, and some, some women. women. Yes. So that's presumably, saying <laughs> that no one on this team is uh, gay or bi, presumably. <laughs> because <sighs> I was going to say, in the, um, the couple of episodes ago with um, Garth's mother, that she was controlled by Queen Bee, we find out in the comics. Oh, wow. So, yeah, she was able to uh, control her, and that's why she got her to kill herself by going to the thing and all that stuff. So, yeah, we presume that they, they don't say it outright, but I assume they're saying that, yeah, there are no other girls here are presumably bi or gay, so that's why Queen Bee won't be able to control their minds. Gotcha. But, and uh, speaking, yeah. of, speaking of things, uh, we're going to go back to El Paso. El Paso. Where Jaime is, is going to for... Ty's parents. Well, or parent. Yeah, um, because uh, yeah, he talks to Mrs. Longshadow. This is where the Longshadow gets dropped, by the yep. way. Yep, and we see that. Oh, also, uh, I was gonna say, if you know comics, you know that Longshadow is the rebranding of Apache Chief. Yeah, which because Apache Chief was presumably you, very racist. Hey, you, you want me? You want me to be honest with yeah. you? You could have waited until later on because that's when they explain it later on. Uh, oh yeah, 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 they, they yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. But, but, but either way, at this yeah. point, if you don't long, know long, already, long story short. Long Shadow, you can uh, you can uh, um, compare. You can actually be like, oh, that is Apache Chief. Which I don't know, is that even right to even say that no, because of the, the whole like they the, like the character Apache Chief. Just already discussing it at this point in the show early, but like uh, the character Apache Chief has been like phased out since like the Super Friends era. 
Long Shadow is the Native American who can grow very big now. Oh, so, well, <laughs> it's so a they only mention once, though. Yeah, they, they say Apache Chief a couple of times, yeah, in the episode later, which we're going to get to in a second. Right, well, right, just right. Just because the name of the superhero character anymore. Uh, right, okay. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> apparently Ty left because uh, he and Maurice had a disagreement. Yep, he's been getting into fights, and he's constantly threatening to go to Houston very often. And cue Maurice, who's a guy who works at Jaime's school, and he's like, big tough guy, big jerk, too. Yeah, he's big, like, hey, I work at the school, I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna send you to the principal's office. Yeah, he vaguely threatens uh, Jaime, and Jaime's just like, I'm on free period, dude, you suck. And then, like, he's like, alright, well, I'm gonna, I'm, he almost gets in a fight with him. Yeah, oh, yeah, mother... like, even, yeah, Maurice is the one who's like, oh, yeah? yeah so, so we're gonna take this, take care of this kind of He's a very abusive man. Oh, yeah. Like, the mother seems very haggard, and it's very, like, you know, domestic violence seeming, and very, like... And she's kind of ushers Jaime outside and says, Don't worry, no, Maurice is really nice sometimes. It's fine. The, the But Ty wasn't here, and he didn't fight, so it's, it's perfectly cool. Yeah. Every every once in a while, uh, Ty goes to his grandfather's house. You yep. might want to check there. Yeah, it's very, like, tense scene, but... He's like, all right, well, if you need any help, just tell me, and then he leaves, but... And then we go back to Bialia. Yeah, back to Bialia. Did you fart, dude? No, I didn't. Okay, well, weird fart smell. <laughs> this place has a weird smell sometimes. But, uh, yeah, we it, let's see, we see back in Bialia, the team sees a giant base moving weapons in and out of the area. Yep, and of course, uh, everyone, like, Batgirl's like... Uh, Bat, I, I'm going to with Bumblebee and McGann mm-hmm. gonna go in and we're gonna infiltrate. Um, Wonder, Wonder Girl, like, what am I gonna you, do? Like, you, you get to stay you back stay and here. watch. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you, you stay here and don't think what's going on. You're saying, hey, if this is a, a, a big firefight, we won't anyone else but you. But this is a stealth mission and you're a little abrasive, so you stay here. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so yeah, just um, we're using my we're using mental telepathy because we can't use radio. Yep, and, and go. The other girls all successfully infiltrate very sneakily. While Wonder Girl's just sitting there being like, man, this sucks. I could have done that. I could have snuck in. And, and as that's happening, she yep. notices a truck where we see Devastation, Yay. Icicle Jr., All right. Mammoth, okay. Shimmer, Boo. and <laughs> a weird hooded man yep. who is revealed to be Simon. Simon. And of course... <laughs> My dumb pronunciation. <laughs> I, I might, we might as well. Because, um, but anyway, Wonder Girl's like, uh oh. Yes. Um, I need to, I need to let the girls know. So she starts infiltrating. Yep, because psychic communication is not going to be safe with Simon present. And of course, she successfully sneaks in. Yep. Finds McGann and sees her while she's invisible yep. and gets to talk to her. And just is like, shh, hey. She doesn't even say anything. She just like shushes her, points over, and just shows that hey, there's Simon. And she's like, okay. I, yep. I cut the telepathy. We need to get to the rendezvous now. Yep, and it's very. She's like, okay. As um, McGann begins to try to find the others, this is when uh, Ca- uh, Cassie goes. To Cassie find goes flying. Like, yeah, I can do it. She sees another building. Says, okay, I'm gonna find another building. Starts flying and is immediately spotted by devastation. devastation. Who just jumps, grabs her, and slams her into the ground. Like, oh, what the hell is this? Cut to happy, happy. Trail oh, she's just sound the alarm. Oh yeah, she's just sound the alarm and put everything on lockdown, yep. pretty much. No, with cut uh, to Jaime. happy trails Jaime. where we see Jaime giving a, a man by the name of Hall, um, Holling Longshadow, yep, which is Ty's grandpa, yep. a glass of water. Yeah, and which this, he drinks very scene, loudly the entire rest of the scene. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's hilarious because it's like Ty's like, "What should we do about?" Yeah, it's very long slurping scenes. Yeah, it, 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 literally, it's like every time Jaime wants to ask something, it's like slurp. Yeah, it's very, very answering weird. your question. Slurp. Yeah, it's very weird. Um, <laughs> long. Yeah. It, it, I, oh yeah, that's right. I put the uh, hold on. I'm drinking because literally, as he's doing it, he just puts up yeah, a hand like, like talk to the hand. 
uh, we, this is when he brings up the Apache chief and yep. Legacy. And how and how also uh, Maurice was jealous of Ty's dad because yeah. Ty's dad was the next Long Shadow, and um, mm. and of course Maurice was not. Yeah, and we also said that he's not jealous. That he's not jealous of Ty, but that is yeah, he's not important. And yeah, that Ty much. is on a spirit journey. Uh, all this alluded to also, I was going to say, but now talk about Long Shadow, Long Space Shadow, the character was in Justice League, was one of the um, people created by Cadmus or whatever to stop the Justice League when it went bad or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, he's he's along with those like fake Wonder Twins and the other two weirdos. Huh, <laughs> but, interesting. Yeah, the, the, um, yeah, that's what Long Shadow is. But yeah, but, and, and of course also, um, there's a, a brief alluding to uh, Jaime and how... Um, how the the grandpa knows about what's yeah, something, going on. Something, a voice is inside of him, and he's like, "Man, this guy's crazy. Let's get out of here." And of course, the beetle the entire time is telling him, "Attack! Attack!" Uh, he just knows like too we, much. Attack, yeah, attack! Just like we, just like we did mention earlier with um, with Maurice, like Sean. Oh yeah, he's around. like the beetle was just like, "Like use the plasma cannon, kill him now." And it's like, "No, stop! Stop!" He has to keep fighting the beetle the whole time to not kill random people who are mean to him or weird to him. Right, very, yeah, very and then of course, after all that, after Jaime leaves, he's learning like, this information, yeah, he's like, I don't. He says like, Ty's on a spirit journey; he'll be fine. And he's just like, I, I, okay, this old man's weird and crazy. Yeah, yeah, I, Maurice is still man. after it. I'm still doing Maurice is behind us. I'm gonna go find him. Yep, and, and by the way, yeah, we should point out that every single time uh, Jaime talks to someone, it's always loops back to it's Maurice. It's Maurice. Yeah, it's gotta be Maurice. So uh, the Bialian troops. Yep, back to <laughs> Bialia, where everything's being locked down and everything. Devastation's uh, mocking Cassie regarding her Wonder Woman esque appearance. Like, oh, what are you, Wonder Brad? What, what's your deal? Right, and uh, of course, uh, not knowing who she is, which is very peculiar. I was, I was like, oh, shit, they don't know who Cassie is. And then Icicle Junior's like, who's that? And she's like, I don't know. She's not telling me. But you know, and of course, uh, Cassie breaks free and gets out. Yep, gets very cool. Uh, flies up in the air and throws her down. We and see. We, we yeah, we see. We just we see like this brief. Very strange Simon like cut where it's like a zoom in on his face where he's like look everywhere like literally for a brief second I'm like why was this important? Well, because I think well, Devastation's like she's not alone. We gotta find her. she's probably has backup. We gotta find who she's with. Right, and then we find Bumblebee, Bumblebee is in locked tiny... inside. Yeah, no, she's like locked in. Like she's trying to fly out the window. Right, and well, stuff, she, and she, she's she, she goes in. into the vents actually. Yeah, well, and she's, uh, yeah, well, yeah right, and then she, she's like. Like flying around, and also we also see Batgirl stuck in a vent. Yeah, she's not stuck. She just she's just really like contorted in right. there. I thought she was stuck too, but she gets out fine. She's just like, no, I'm just oh, right, yeah. I travel because we're a bat family. Knows how to go through vents because we've all played Arkham Asylum, <laughs> right? And then of course, um, you know, they're like, hey, the link's down. We need to go to the rendezvous and find out what's going on. And Batgirl's like, hey, um, actually, if we go down here, because she has like a little screen, kind of yeah. like Robin did. Um, she's like, hey, if we go down here, we'll find, like, this big open area with, like, a, a hangar and everything like that. Yeah, as they head down, they see a gigantic stone temple-looking place. Yeah, like, and I think uh, Bumblebee said yeah, it best. Temple of Can Doom. you say Temple, temple of, of Doom? Doom? Yeah, it's a very bizarre thing with a couple of computers, like, tic-tacking away at weird, crazy things underground. Yep, and of course, as this, as they're noticing all of this, they also notice some pods with a bunch of kids. I'll say Batgirl expertly sneaks around, they find the gigantic plane... And uh, outside of the plane, they see all the a uh, bunch of yep. kids inside of pods, and like, what the heck's going on? And as that happens, She's, she gets mind blasted, yep, taken out by Simon and the gang. And, and he's just like, put them in the pod. Yep. Uh, but we see I, as we cut back after commercial break, Icicle Junior says that all the kids in the pods are runaways, and, and that it's a bad yeah. noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're not going to be noticed. They're runaways. But this girl right here, mm-mm-mm. yeah. And Simon's like Simon says he doesn't care, and Deposition's like, "Ooh, your brain's so sexy." <laughs> Yeah, and he and he gets hit on literally and figuratively by Devastation. He's like, "I like your brain." Yeah, Mammoth and Devastation start loading the kids onto the thing as bees, keeping an eye on them. 
Yep, and then we cut back to uh, Maurice in a shed. And Maurice in a shed? Yeah, Maurice at a shed. Maurice at a shed. Yeah. You mean Jaime at a shed? No, it's... Oh, oh, that's right. Well, <laughs> you're, sorry, my notes. Yeah, 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 Jaime, Jaime's trying to break in, but um, Maurice comes Maurice's in and, and like literally threatens to pummel him. Yeah, like, there's no... Out of here. Breaking out a new kid, I'll call the police and he'll be in trouble. And the Beatles just like, kill him, he's behind everything. And like... Jaime says, you're behind it, you're you're one of the chief title, and Maurice is like, that's dumb, why would I want that? That's yeah, why would I want that? That doesn't make money, I want to make money. And of course, Jaime like, like goes past him, opens the shed to find a bunch of pirated Pirate, things. Yeah, I was going to say, Maurice is a pirate of yes. movies and games. <laughs> yeah, of, of movies and games and stuff. And of course, Jaime's like, uh, not Jaime, um, Maurice is like, mention this to anyone and I'll kill you. Yeah, he's like, right, I guess get, lo- yeah. get lost. Jaime says, okay, well, I guess he is clean, so what's the deal? I'll, I'll, set, I'll call the police on him. About yeah, the I'll, I'll, I'll call the police on So, where is Ty? And then he just leaves on that. Yeah, day. McGann and Cassie are like pacing like, oh man, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Where's the rest of the team? We can't communicate with them. And then Bumblebee appears and up. says, yep. hey, um, I'm safe, but... Uh, Batgirl, she needs saved. Yeah, she's been taken. Uh, the bad guys are still loading up and ready to go. McGann sneaks up behind Shimmer and knocks her out once again. Shimmer not doing anything at any point in the series. Right. And then, of course, uh, McGann, it looks like Shimmer. Yeah, so she it's weird. So Shimmer her. punches Shimmer in the face and yeah. then stuffs Shimmer into a barrel. a barrel. B gets on the ship and saves Batgirl with a zap to the chest. Like, ow. It's just like... We learned that apparently Batgirl's a trained pilot of like a huge aircraft carrier looking plane. <laughs> wow, the only superhero who can't fly. Yeah, they no, she that. can. It's just a plane. <laughs> She's the only member of the team who can fly a plane. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah and then, ridiculous. of course, um, you know, Simon realizes that, you know, uh, Shimmer is not Shimmer because uh, McGann unlock like puts lockdown on the ship uh, on the plane and everything yep. and Simon's like haha we've done this before haven't we yeah they lock in the battle and everyone uh, McGann's like dude I beat you last time and everyone's like dude she beat you last time he's just like yeah I know I'm gonna hold her here yeah, kill her body while, while I'm holding <laughs> literally her. he's like I know this is a distraction <laughs> come on and that's when Icicle Jr. kind of hits on him because yeah, I like, like oh, your, your brain. brain is pretty uh Shimmer or when they mentioned that Shimmer's been taken out Mammoth does look pissed for a second I think it's his sister I'm not sure Mm, they looked vaguely similar when they first were introduced. They looked almost identical. Uh, now, yeah, uh, Mammoth and Devastation start fighting Wonder Girl on the plane as they keep being like thrown, like keep getting like thrown back and forth on top of the plane while they have a huge fight. Right, right. Very, very cool scene. Uh, Icicle Junior is trying to get revenge on for the whole Bell Reeve, right? For the whole <laughs> Bell Reeve terror thing. thing. And then, of course, um, Simon gets blasted by Bumblebee. Yeah. Like we're talking like zap, 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 and Simon's just like. <laughs> Yeah, I see what they're really painful, I guess. Megan takes out Icicle Jr. very easily, which is hilarious. Oh, right. Just, that doesn't even blink, just bonk. Yeah, uh, Wonder Girl manages to toss both Devastation and uh, Mammoth, Mammoth off. off of the plane. And everything's going good. Ready to go, but Mammoth picks up a giant... Uh, forklift. Is it a forklift? Well, they had buzzsaws on it when they, when they hit the wing. It nope. was very bizarre. But yeah, he picks up a forklift, throws it into the wing, and the plane begins to crash out of the side of a giant mountain... And then, of course, McGann's like, I can't do my telepathy. And Cassie's like, I can't hold this whole plane myself. It's going to crash. Like, yeah, we need help. And then the bioship comes and helps to lift the plane up. And Literally crane it. games it. Yep, and grabs it, and they are managed to save. We uh, see the team back, back at Mount Justice. Where, talking uh, to Robin, or no, Robin, Nightwing, Nightwing now. And Nightwing actually makes a mention that apparently Simon was using some kind of weird mind powers on the nurses and doctors to yep. make him seem they like he was. They were looking at an empty bed and, uh, this whole time. And then McGann notes that um, there wasn't any alien tech, but um, B, uh, apparently a Queen Bee was a middleman for some unknown partner who wanted child trafficking, apparently. Yeah, some weird thing. What's that about? 
Uh, back in Bialia, we see Queen Bee say that at least they have the backup shipment ready to go. As we see four kids in pods, including Ty, Ty. Shadow. Dun, 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 dun. Thus ends our fifth and final episode yeah, for this Yeah, I was going to say, this might be my favorite episode of the team, just because I like the whole searching for Long Shadow and Jaime doing his whole thing. It was interesting, because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the team. I like the whole, the all-girl team was a really cool team oh, of yeah. characters that are all really good, interesting. Yeah, they, they have a very good chemistry. Yeah. Even Cassie, who was stealthier than any than anyone <laughs> the gave her credit for. <laughs> she, well, she got she met one person and then was immediately caught afterwards. Oh, uh, <laughs> she, she at least snuck in and did the important thing. Yeah, yeah, she did her job and she was really, really good at it. I, she's just and also, I love how tough she is because yeah, she took down Mammoth and Devastation. Yeah, which so is a really cool fight. One of the one of the most interesting things. I mean, obviously, we just talked about it, but mm-hmm. um, when I heard the grandfather talking about the Apache Chiefs, yeah. I'm like, don't you do this to me, Young you, Justice? Didn't, you don't remember? Tyler I know. Shadow? I know. I know. No, when when he said the Apache, I'm like. Don't put Apache Chief in here. Don't do How this. How dare you? Apache Chief is great. <laughs> no, he's not. He uh, just you, turns did big. You, did you see uh, um, uh, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law? <laughs> he had a great episode. <laughs> Fair enough. But one good deed does not does not fix anything. Even that cameo in uh, Family Guy did not help him. <laughs> Apache Chief is great. I was uh, glad to see him back again. But, but anyway, it, I mean, it is a good callback, mm-hmm. which means um, other DC characters. Because I don't know, um, like some of those weird uh, off-handed ones. The well, Pockets no, like, are all major heroes. Well, right, but I'm saying like um, the, the Wonder Twins. They're DC property, aren't they? Uh, technically Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> all the people from Super Friends who weren't originally from comics, including uh, the Wonder Twins, Magic Chief, uh, the two other ones who were in that team in Justice League Unlimited... Mm-hmm. Where technically, I think it's very nebulous if it's Warner Brothers or Hanna Barbera. That well, n- well, now that now that we know it's uh, nebulous, that's why I was able to appear into Harvey Birdman, which is all Hanna Barbera cartoons. Well, right, yeah. yeah. Um, but still, bringing them into DC now, yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll see other ones. They, they were appeared in uh, Teen Titans Go and stuff. Uh, yeah, Twins, except for ex- yeah, yeah, except, except for one so problem. Really about them. Yeah. Except for one problem, I'm on the boat where I'm not very interested in watching Teen Titans. I was gonna so. say like uh, with single podcast this morning on YouTube randomly the clip with um, the Young Justice team crossing over to Teen Titans about like it was a uh, Aqualad, Megan Miss Martian, and Superboy like stopping villains while the Teen Titans were being stupid and it, and like the whole time Aqualad is like you guys. Wait, are there's an episode movie. like that. Yeah, it's very funny. It's oh, something that gets no. serious for a second. It's, it's Why actually... are you giving me reasons to watch that show? <laughs> you can look up that clip if you're not interested. But like, yeah, the Wonder Twins are funny when they're made fun of. <laughs> but like, they all I like the, the the whole dynamic of all of them and Apache Chief. I appreciate it. Was a really good callback to that character. Right, I'll give them that. It is a nice call. It was kind of refreshing to see like some one hero that really didn't get a lot in yeah. is actually going to get some light, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but yeah, um, any other closing thoughts on this whole thing? No, I thought it was a very interesting batch of episodes for the first five. Uh, but yeah, it kind of hurt my head when I was first watching. Well, I had to watch these episodes like three or four times just to get the information because there was a lot. Oh yeah. Like, th- just, we're, we're, we're already a fourth of the way through this season. Spoilers, there's 20 episodes. Yeah, yeah. And, uh... There was just so much going on. Oh, like very, I felt very like lengthy. I felt like um in the cartoons when there's someone carrying something and they just keep piling everything on and on to the point where they're like trembling. A yeah, little. I remember like That's... the first episodes all were like pretty one off. This is pretty. This is all a consecutive plot feeling. Like it's all really, really like one right, long story. Well, right? Yeah, but it's just there are so much in just a few episodes. Oh so. yeah, it's very much worth it. I love that. I love when oh, series yeah. are like oh, actual yeah. Don't story get me wrong. I like that. It's just. For when I was doing my notes, at least for this one, yeah. I forgot it was like this. So it kind of like 
made me get all tired and stuff. Oh yeah. But now that I know what to expect, I can do this. I'm gonna say it's like almost like a week break between the episodes because like yeah, it's, it's a ton. We're do, yeah, I, it was we, a lot. I don't know if we covered five in the first season at any point. We all did four every time. So this yeah, well, right. But even then, there wasn't a lot of information. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was mostly a lot of one-offs and a lot of fighting. This yeah. is just a lot of like just information plot and discussion. Yeah. Came with new characters everywhere. It's like season one was all fighting and less R- and less RP. This one is exposition. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, I appreciate it. I love it. I'm I'm really looking forward to it because I like I, I barely remember this season. I'm like I'm loving seeing all the stuff again. Yeah. Um. And another spoiler. I don't have any plugs. Oh, nope. all right. Uh, Forgotten Minotaur King. Check it out. Uh, Matthew Lewis P on Twitter. Matthew Lewis podcasts on Patreon and YouTube. Check them all out. I need my follows and I need my five star ratings. Uh, well, that's going to be it for yep, this week's be, episode. Keeping it sleazy as always. <laughs> uh, we need a new catchphrase. Yeah, Ben's trying to push this catchphrase thing because he's sick of stealing mine. What do you got? No, I, no I'm not <laughs> sick of stealing yours. I just don't want to keep hearing you be like, oh, well, hey, stop stealing my catchphrase. Well, you come up with something now on the spot. No dead no, air. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> All right, well, I guess we're just going to keep it sleazy as usual. <laughs> Bye.